Hello and welcome to another unbelievable episode of Shazcast, episode 164, February 12th, 2022. This is Bob, joined by my vivacious co-hosts, Nick Bader, Corey Slesky, Todd Dillon, and our very special guests, plural, tonight, Mr. Greg Gumto Esquire, and the Honorable Reverend Donnie Gephardt. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, much better. Okay, I like that. Yeah, That's, <laughs> and probably more accurate. That is very accurate. <laughs> so was the first one, but yeah. Hey, I hope Ouch. I'm the oldest one here. All right. Oh no. Uh, just to get out of the way, let's uh, let's get housekeeping done. Corey, did you have something you wanted to throw in for housekeeping too? Um. Yeah, we discussed at the game today. Yeah. Uh. So we were talking with Lori, Nick, mm. and we. Well, Bob was very excited that you're turning forty next year. Yeah, I think everyone. In well, yeah, the everyone, world everyone is at the table got very excited that you're going to be forty because you're officially going to be really old, old as balls. Oh, I, I think I'm, I'm embracing it. Welcome to the club, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, yeah, welcome. I, 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 I'm glad to be. I mean, it's it's nothing. One, it's not one of those things for me where I'm like, no, you, come on, you guys. Like, I'm, I'm okay with it. If I'm going to go gray, if I'm going to do whatever, I'm like, let's let's have it. So we discovered that. When you were in fifth or no sixth seventh, or seventh, seventh grade. grade, yeah. Well, and this doesn't really. I mean, I guess how should I preface this without we, we, making Lori sound old? Well, it's too late for that. You could stop yeah, telling I the guess. story. That would probably fix that. <laughs> problem, but, you know, I don't see that happening. No, I think she's told me that before, several times. Yeah, she was like, she was teaching fifth grade when you were in. Yeah, we originally grade. thought that you were in fifth grade when she was teaching fifth grade. Yeah, which was hilarious to the table, and then. Math prevailed, and we all realized that you were actually in seventh grade. Yeah, she, she told me before. She's like, oh, so when you were blah, 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 I just started my teaching career. I'm like, uh-huh, sure. I know, she's told me before. I, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> sure, it was exactly like that. Too. It was. <laughs> uh, all right, so for the – oh, go, sorry, go ahead. And so to – well, or should we – There's I'll, more? I'll, I'll pose the question later. We can get into that later. Okay. okay. All right, uh, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. You can find us here each and every weekend. Uh, if you want to listen to us out on high def audio, you can find us out on uh, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, Pandora, Audible, or anywhere where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, at Schnozcast. That's S-C-H-N-O-Z-Cast. Uh, if you consider yourself an author, you can pen us, subscribe out at schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us. At any time, day or night, at six one eight Shocker. We lose the Shocker oh. line. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. I just I, I, you, I keep hearing wind chimes. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure what, but oh, you gotta mute that Kristen's phone. Kristen's trying to figure out where it is. Oh, did you, did no one tell her that we're not live anymore? No, no. no. I've been giving <laughs> the wrong phone number. <laughs> I've been sending people to six one seven Shocker. Oh, those. Well, people that are explains so it. That is really pissed. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> All right. We, uh, on the suggestion of our good friend, James Krabby Pappas, um, going around the room, Todd, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a nice iced coffee. Okay. And your shot? Iced coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have at least done like espresso or something. <laughs> Liven it up a little bit. That helps with the hangriness, I heard. A, a, a shot of cafe mocha. How's Ooh, that? snazzy. Greg, how about you? What are you drinking? I have uh, the Nick Bader special, Soft Parade. 
Okay. And uh, I don't happen to see a giant flagon of uh, booze next to you like normal, but you're doing a, you're doing a shot with us. You sh- I do have a, I don't know what this is, uh, the McGillicuddy's. Uh, yeah, he's doing the, the honey, honey, honey whiskey. Yes. What you're doing. So yes. Bob, Bob and, and Greg are doing the McGillicuddy's honey whiskey. Donnie and I are doing fireball. Corey is doing butter shots. And what's everyone drinking? Donnie. Miller Lite and chocolate peanut butter whiskey. Gotcha. You need to push that mic a little closer to your mouth hole. <laughs> Corey, he's, all, he's old as balls, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Corey, what are you doing? Highball or what the fuck is that called? A um, Bud Light new hard soda. Oh, I'm looking at the one down. At, okay. Oh. Yeah, or is that? That's hard, hard cola. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Same thing. And uh, I'm, we're all, a lot of us are drinking off the keg, soft parade. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So. I don't know why I'm not drinking off the cake. I don't. Well, you've got your I water cracked a beer yet. and your day <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot I'm here. <laughs> no, no, I have one. I oh. haven't opened it yet. Yeah, Nick hooked me up with some ice water here and uh, function on lots of supplements and All right, cheers. stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you don't have, a, don't have something to drink, grab it and do a shot with us. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Well, that fireball's been in the freezer all day, hasn't it, Bob? No, in fact, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Honey whiskey and Hall's mentholiptus. Oh, oh God. That's, that's a great combo. Well, yeah. I mean, is, if the Hall's were lemon, honey whiskey lemon, you'd be all set. I, you know what? Failed. Yep. Bad planning. <laughs> <clears throat> Bad planning, gentlemen. Um, yeah, so we went to, Corey and I went to take the ladies to go see the Red Wings versus the Flyers today and uh, had a great time. Very good time. Yeah, found a place uh, downtown Harry's, which is right by Little Caesars, uh, has free parking, and they opened up at ten, um, which is great. Actually, before ten, which two Harry's, uh, they need to put on their website that on game days they open early. I'm sure yeah. they're listening. I sure hope so. <laughs> I'll send it to them. I would not tell people. Irene, did you hear that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell people that? Because people like you showed up. And it made it so that and there's gave, actually people, you were there. And gave them money. <laughs> but yeah, but but here's the thing. If they tell people, then you wouldn't be able to go there because it'd already be full. Right. It was full. I mean, it was full, completely packed after the game. It was pretty what, full see? during, What's, during why, the game. Why tell people if it's already packed? Best kept secret. Yeah. You just ruined it. No, there you go. I, th- I think that's bad business sense for them. Mm, I don't know. Business sense? But, but yeah. I'd love to see you two go into business together. Advertise. No. No, I'm not saying you have to advertise. There's there's no reason to advertise because <laughs> everybody knows if you're going on the Wings game, Harry's is packed. It's always packed, no matter what day the game is, no matter when. And if they want more people and more money, you let people know. But there's only so many people you can get in the building. <coughs> Fire code. Not, there's a lot a lot of fucking people you can get in the building. There is. But so bring those people in if, and let them know that you're gonna be open early. Uh, on game no point. Days. No point. There's a huge point. Okay, let's get Harry on. That was point point <laughs> counterpoint on the shots cast. Uh, I get where Greg's coming from. They're getting it for free. They don't have to tell anybody yeah. because everybody's in the know. It's also free to put it on your website. <laughs> Not if they're hiring if they pay somebody to run their website. All right, that's a very simple fix. Uh, I'm sure it wouldn't cost anything to... Even if you have a developer it, for your site. It actually doesn't even... But it doesn't cost them anything not to even think about this. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> well, well said. And I, I think that closes the argument. It doesn't cost me anything to think about it. <laughs> so we're... So we're actually, my head hurts. Calories. 
Yeah, my head hurts from this conversation. So we, we had a great time at the game. Yes. Uh, went back to Harry's after it, had had uh, a couple more drinks, and then we l- we left, or so we thought. So we all split up well, in the parking lot. Danielle and I left. You they, thought you left. They, they got in the car, and we went to get in the car, and I realized that I don't have the car keys. Oh. And I go, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, go, uh. I go, did I give you the car keys? She's like, no. <laughs> so... I don't even think you guys had pulled out of the parking lot yet, but immediately she's like springing into like, let's solve this problem mode. Like, well, we got to go back there. Uh, At some point we were in our original seats, the ones we paid for. I thought I heard something hit the ground, but you were like, I don't see anything. Those were your keys. Well, of course they were my keys. (laughs) I told you. So you guys had a really good time tonight. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So So we walked, we walked back to little Caesars, got in the door uh, met the security guard. We got to get wanted everything. Go back in. This lady took us back to our original seats. Now, at some point, I think after the second period, we uh, thought we were being cool and suave, and we went down to the ice. We were like six rows off the glass. Uh, watched a really cool goal, but I wasn't sure where I lost him. So we couldn't really say, "Oh, take us down to these seats where we didn't sit." So she's like, "Well, we're gonna, you know, looked all over for him, couldn't find him." And she's like, all right, well, give me your number, and we're going to have, because all these people are doing their shifts, and they haven't all reported back into security yet, so they might come up with something. So here, give me your number. So I'm like, all right, plan B. So I called Cecilia. I'm like, you got to th- throw Griffin in the car. You got to drive down here and come get us and bring us back to my house so we can get my other set of keys for my Jeep. And then I got to drive Lori back to Livonia so she can get her other keys for her car, then drive back to Harry's, get the car, and then and then go home from there. And we were about to do all that. Cecilia was literally like on her way when she got the call saying that they found the keys. So, dude, why didn't you just tell them and say, "Hey, we changed seats because we wanted better seats"? Because uh, I'd already gone down there once to look for her her mittens that she because she lost those mittens; those are gone. Yeah, and I didn't. This see was all tonight. This, this was all <laughs> today. I didn't get like with a, you guys. I didn't nope. get home Series until of very unfortunate. <laughs> nope, yes. to yeah, self. which uh, it's all my fault. I felt horrible. Uh, but oh, she's like, eh, it's okay, it'll all work out, whatever. So it all worked out. We got the keys back. Didn't have to drive like another hour and a half, but I didn't get home until like 7.30 and then had to deal with the dog. <laughs> had to deal with blah, blah. I Yeah, I, didn't, uh, like, I tried to take a nap. I got like 20 minutes and then I ended up sending Corey a text saying, hey man, my kids are all gone for the night and Nick can't pick me up, so I need to, can you, so you might pick me up. And I, nothing. So like 25 minutes later, I'm like, I'm just going to call Danielle. It's like, oh, Danielle, nothing. I'm like, I know what's going on here. <laughs> so finally got a call I back. I don't know from what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Something very there, there slow, a, Todd. A little, a little boinking going on. Uh, I, I'm a, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> at, 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 at that time of the day, yes, we were, <laughs> we were naked in bed. Yeah. I already fucking told you I can't lift my leg like that. I can't fucking lift it that high. <laughs> So I finally tease a patient lover. <laughs> Todd, you're gonna get muted very soon. <laughs> boom, boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> I finally got a finally got a call back from Danielle, and she's like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, Nothing. What are you not doing, Corey? Anymore? She's like, oh, oh, not Aww. much. Corey's sleeping. Hey, I'm Bob. Like, All right, Matt, just just tell him when he gets up to to call him back. Tell him I need a ride. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so, I just gave him one. <laughs> So anyway, that's that's why we relate to. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Bing, bang, boom. That's why we relate to. So, we were leaving the parking lot, and we saw them walking towards what we thought was Lori's car because we knew she drove out but, of the parking lot. They walk, that, yeah. They walk out of the parking lot and turn the corner. Yeah. 
And Danielle and I pulled out. We didn't see them anywhere. I'm like, oh, they must have went to that market on the corner or whatever just to see what they have real quick. Where do you think they went? Who cares? Let's go home and fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's like how it. that went. Yeah, yeah, like we both. We both. He said, "Pull out." We, <laughs> we, we both the parking lot. We yeah. both had a bunch of drinks. We got home. I remembered my wedding shoes. Next thing you know, I'm only in my wedding shoes. We're having a good time, <laughs> oh. and Bob's calling. <laughs> and Bob called way after all that. Uh, <laughs> Bob called after you, he fell asleep. <laughs> but yeah. dude, it, you so got, I, you pushed you pushed forward your pregame, huh? You know it. <laughs> he did. I'm starting to get so, nauseous. Those were your so those were your keys that fell out of your pocket when you stood up to take your coat off. Apparently they were. How much and, did you guys drink? Okay, here I, I was fine. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. I ended up driving home. We well, yeah, you had four hours I, in between. <laughs> I did spend another hour and a half in the. In you the walked another twelve miles. <laughs> but no, I was I was fine. I think we were just like slowly like drinking a little bit all day long. Yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. I was tired more than anything else. But when he Bob stood up to take his coat off, and I heard keys hit the floor, I'm like, dude, your keys are on the floor. And Lori looked down, and Bob looked down, and they're like, no. Bob's like, no, those were in my pocket. They just hit the floor. That's what you heard. I was like, okay. I, he knows better well, than I do his yeah, keys. I thought my jacket pocket had hit the floor and jingled the keys. I mean, w- Clearly. At that no, time, they were on the floor. <laughs> at that time when you went like, no, I still got them. I, he no, he passed. He did not. I was gonna He slow pad of the jacket. Yeah. He so patted his coat pocket. Yeah, you, he did. He goes. Coat. He goes. Those were my keys. <laughs> you, you had the ghost of Christmas past coming, yeah. coming and telling you what what exactly happened, and you're like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you. I don't believe you. Why are you trying to tell me something? Get out of here. <laughs> what I'm what I'm getting out of this story is is don't ever give Bob your keys. That's probably or rely on that. I could have told you that a long time ago. <laughs> That's probably fair. Or it's just bother to tell to Bobby me. lost his keys and just keep on going. Bob had a key, yeah. Bob had a key of mine once. Like the way you think, and turned it into <laughs> butter in the wrong lock. <laughs> <laughs> after I yeah. listen, my, after my, I my track record is not after good I passive aggressively <laughs> left a note in the Ziploc with the key that said, "Whatever you do, don't use this on the back door. It's for the front." <laughs> So, yeah. so that night, Bob went right to the back door. I didn't see the note yet. Goes to open it. He just goes, oh, shit. And I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, the key broke. Oops. Oh, I remember that Read story. that note backwards. So, yeah. so we there was a whole bunch that went on in between then and, and what happened afterwards. And I'll, I'll leave that out. Ah, well, you look at that. But we got a second. Go to the back door. We got a secondary key and Bob grabbed it. And what does he do? He went to go walk right to the back door, and he finally was like, Donnie. oh, man. He's like, no, you know what? He's like, here, I should give this to you. I, I had a secret key, like, buried in my yard <laughs> in January that they had to dig through the snow to get. He grabs it. He's like, give me that key, and goes marching right towards to the back, back door. door. Corey's like, Bob! You could use this key to push the other remnant of the first key through the lock. <laughs> did it go, we'll get did it, it that like, way. easily slide in, or was you like, God damn it, dude. It's. I felt it slid in pretty easily. It was the turning wheel that was the problem. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> exactly. Give it a little twist. It'll work. Yep. The the funny thing yep. was is it was like a last minute. I had to work overtime, and, and I had to work a midnight shift. I couldn't couldn't come back. So I'm like, well, the show must go on. You know, you guys go to my house, and <laughs> and they, the they were at my house for like five minutes, and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> "Hey man, what's going on?" I'm like. Hello? What's 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 wrong? <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, we're going to um, we're we're gonna we're gonna come up to your work. Um, we're we're gonna, we gotta get your key. I'm like, I left the key 
on the table. It's 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 right it's right there, you know, where the key. Yeah, no, I know, but uh, we we drop we we broke it off in the lock, so we're gonna come get your key. I said I don't have an extra key. Well, we're, we well, need you to, do now. we need to get in, so we're gonna get your key. I'm like, so I'm going to be homeless. They're more like and key fragments. Though. You're gonna you're gonna have my only key to get in my house. I'm like you're not fucking coming up here. Well, we're already on the way. I'm like I don't give a fuck. Oops. Yeah. So so good good hockey game. <laughs> Sounds like it. So more of those story is never trust Bob with any key. That's well, ever exactly. at any time ever. I can't believe exactly. that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. All right, let's do a little booze news, boys. And now. It's time for booze news. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know I got a story here, uh, but Donnie, do you have one? I thought I heard you uh, might have had one. Yeah, I do. You're looking for it. All right. While you're looking. Uh, Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> while you're Idaho, looking real Utah. quick. Uh, with Greg Gumto in mind, and I honestly didn't know that you were going to be here tonight <laughs> when I picked the story, but there's a website out there called Volleback, V-O-L-L-E-B-A-K. And they are selling what they're terming it to be an apocalypse jacket. <laughs> He's immediately reaching for his phone. <laughs> Let me look at this. Built to withstand black lava, flash fires, and chemical erosion, and also zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my knife. Uh, so <laughs> Seeing the tablecloth <laughs> slowly go up in the air. Right. Let me see if I can just get to the, the hey, Bob. points of pride here. Yes, sir. Was it black lava or red lava? Because red's hotter. Uh, I don't know that it says anything about red lava, but uh, I, I probably could have just said lava. I was just reading right from the site. So let me get down to the, the nitty-gritty. Why does it got to be black lava? I, look, I'm just going to volleyball.com and, and reading about this. Okay. Um, military loops hanging on the side. Uh, how to adjust your jacket on the run. Designed to protect you from the worst of the weather. Lightweight and biodegradable. Um, the entire zipper from the tape to the teep all made from nylon. Um, Wait, hold on. so yeah. lava can't eat through this, but it's biodegradable. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. What natural elements are going to break this down? Then, well, this, is lava the zipper. Can't? this is the zipper that they're talking about. Oh, well, you got to have that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the jacket sure bursts zip. into flames? No, the jacket's, the jacket's completely fine. What happens is the zippers, are made, of, zippers are made of that wood. That zipper just melts away. Yeah, just, just instantly gone. It says the three-quarter length fully hooded jacket was designed for the U.S. Air Force in the 50s for aircraft carrier deck crews facing temperatures as low as minus 60 Fahrenheit. The hood was the finishing touch allowing the wearer to seal off their entire face apart from an air hole for breathing, hence the snorkel hood. The apocalypse jacket modifies this. You pull in the draw cord, and it'll cover your face enough to offer protection and anonymity from the killer hordes out there. Like, it's already like naysaying. This is a bunch of bullshit. Uh, okay. What? Let's let's see. Uh, it's incredibly comfortable to wear. <laughs> it's also thirteen hundred dollars. Uh, yes. Small price to pay for. Right, and, but you're the getting guy, a jacket listen, for the listen, apocalypse. Greg. The guy in the thing. Yeah. You know him? No, he's holding <laughs> a flamethrower. Okay, he's probably ready to just turn. I'm it assuming by the thing that's in his hand, there's zombies. Last thing you want is a flamethrower. It's fucking zombies on fire chasing after you. <laughs> that's just stupid. Yeah, they don't care about fire. Wow. Yeah, the only the you only thing they know is a, violence of the head. You yeah. just punched a hole in this entire website. Hey, with that one observation. You know, sometimes people need the truth. 
It's because he already has the coat. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, if I see somebody walking around with it, I'd be like, "Can that stop a bullet?" They're like, "No." I'm like, "Perfect." All right. What about this, Greg? Will this, will this sell you on the jacket? It has twenty three total pockets. No. 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 Because, like, I'll lose shit. I'm like, where the Not fuck a, was that? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so one of my the, next the, thing you know, I'm dead. The entire lining of the coat is pockets. Uh, so there's literally shit that's in a pocket where you have to take the coat off to get in the pocket. Yeah, that get. makes no sense. Nope. <laughs> give me, you could give, give me Bob 23 keys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. I would break every one of those 23 keys. Uh, so, so is this something that you would no, consider? So, no, no, no. I would rather no. have... I don't know. I, I'm sure. I don't know what the going rate for like a fireman's jacket is, but I'd rather have that. I feel like that's not thirteen hundred dollars. This one's and they're way more it's, abundant. It's chemical here. splash resistant, so it repels oil, petrol, sulfuric acid, nitric acid, and caustic soda. Also antimicrobial, UV resistant, and high wicking. In short, it provides you with the highest level of protection you'll find anywhere on Earth. Wow, that's it's powerful. biodegradable. It's bio, yeah, it's biodegradable. It's, right. The zippers, yeah. Because in a zombie apocalypse, you want to make sure that whatever things you drop on the road will degrade and not litter the landscape. It's true. Exactly. I mean, got to look out for Mother Earth on this one. <laughs> but I am, I am looking at their indestructible hat right now. <laughs> Built with magnetic storm flaps, waterproof membrane. It's a little bit uh, more within my price range. Yeah, it's only $245. Oh, uh, now we're talking. I mean, how much was the coat? Thirteen hundred. Yeah, thirteen hundred bucks. That's a okay. shame what happened to Greg. But look at his head. Yeah, Todd's That's like, not a scratch. Todd's like add to cart. <laughs> look at that. I mean, this this just hat they decapitated it. It's just still there. there. Look at it's just sitting there. This hat is made from a material fifteen times stronger than steel. Wow, you gotta have that. I mean, mm. Todd, why not? Todd, didn't you immediately buy the Lego set that we were talking about, the Millennium Falcon? For eight hundred dollars, did you I buy was, that? No, I was hovering over the click button, and I, I was able to, to talk myself off the ledge. He was very close. That's so awesome. Yeah, I think it's sweet. And he was leading us on too. He's like, "I'm almost ready to add it to my <laughs> oh, I was. I, going I, to I check was, out. I was, I was almost there. Yeah, Todd is lucky there. that I wasn't on that because I would have pushed him over the edge to buy it. He's one. <laughs> yeah, Todd is probably true. Exactly. Todd dealing well, with one big tease. Let's just bring it back up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Come on. <laughs> I love spending other people's money. You, you have to, you have to, you have to understand though. This is Todd's one dry month a year. <laughs> I think I think he's going to have a little bit more willpower than he would normally. Yeah, exactly. So just just immediately do, preceding his yeah, one physical year. Just just yeah. just do just do the long do the long con. Oh yeah. yeah, no problem. And then wait till one night he's really going heavy on the peach. Uh, in, in peach CC, yeah. yeah. And then be like, hey man, remember that uh, we we're talking about? Oh, next, I bought that last next, month. Next month. That's next right. month. Yeah. It's going to be on. Wait till he's drinking that Peach Canadian Club. And, uh, oh, he's going to have his crown apple. He's going to have a few too many crown apples. Yeah. And next thing you know. There you go. <laughs> yep. All right, Donnie. I think uh, we beat that one to death. So what do, you, what do you got for us? Well, I had I had a couple, but. Knock us out. The curling team from the United States. Mm-hmm. Looking like a bunch of men. Wanted to get away from their family, somehow decided or ended up going into 
A curling <laughs> yeah, event ended up in the Olympics. Look at the, that. The sweet guy on the right. No, on no, the right. The guy on the right. You need to pull up a picture of him today because he's got a big old mullet. <laughs> I guarantee. Like, oh, no that's an older joke. picture. There's oh, that's a, that's that's an older picture. The, okay. The guy that I saw on TV yesterday had a flowing mullet as he was doing the thing. And I'm like, <laughs> if that doesn't scream America, I don't know what does. I, I think it's <laughs> Peter. That's Peter from uh, X Force. <laughs> They were going out with the boys and ended up in a bar somewhere. <laughs> yeah, really. They were like, hey, we're going to go to Windsor. Hey, hey, Let's... hey, I don't want to be a curler. <laughs> Next thing you know, hey, how'd we get here? There they are. What do you mean we're going uh, We're going to the bar after our <laughs> golf game? When K- are the, what, oh, curling? Oh, sounds great. K-Swiss sponsored you... them. They got some K-Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> nice white sneakers. The one dude had Jordans there. on. The one guy that was doing the... The sweeping, he had Jordans on yesterday. Have you like, ever Jesus. been happy about anything as much as that guy in the middle is happy about Jordan? <laughs> he's, Dude, they, they, he's probably the one that's wearing the Jordans. They, they, look, <laughs> they look like someone was like, okay, turn around, look at the golf cart, all right? In five seconds, turn back around. And when they turned around, they saw this whole stadium full of people. And they are like, holy fuck, how did you just fucking do that? How are we not right. on the golf course anymore? All right, the other guy with his mouth open is like, yeah, I told you guys this was going to be a yep. good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Olympic champions didn't even want to do it. You called me a pussy for these matching shirts. Where's my Budweiser? Let's go. Exactly. I seen that and just that guy on the left is like things are going to start happening for me now. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, he kind of looks confused too. Like, well, how did I get here? What happened? Oh, wait a minute. I got to go home and cook dinner. (laughs) Okay, I guess we're in this. Yeah, they they all look like. They're on the Make a Wish Foundation. And oh, they for got sure. To go to the Olympics. Yeah. Sunday morning, they wake up and look at the lawn and say, "I got to cut this today." And, and he, now I'm at the Olympics. And here's <laughs> the team that won the Olympics free contest, uh, where they can show up at the curling arena and come out to see what it would really be like to be a curler in the exactly. Olympics. <laughs> no more looking at the lawn in the morning right. after I've cut it. He's I will rugged. say those guys look pretty in shape for curlers. I always expected curlers to be. A little on the portly. These side. guys look really? in shape. I, I look at it this way, like, just for for like <laughs> set, exactly. low center of gravity. Yeah, yeah. but you have to do the stretching out. Like what? Yeah. These guys aren't fat stretching guy, out. Fat dudes can stretch. Nah, I, uh, Chris Farley. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm fat. I stretch. I mean, it happens. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wasn't implying anybody in this room necessarily or on this podcast could do that, but those guys are those guys are Olympic professionals. Oh, for sure. Uh, like I said, it's like. They the whole like, neighborhood of dads came out to look at the storm <laughs> after the styrens went off. <laughs> look at this. For those, <laughs> for those listening outside the Midwest, uh, we like to look at our storms. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so that that's your that that was your booze news. Yeah. Well, I got another one too. All Idaho, right. Idaho, the commission, because you know Idaho's all about potatoes. I've for heard Valentine's so Day. I've heard Valentine's that. Day, they have a potato flavored or scented. Perfume. So 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 dirt? So your girl can smell like what they say is a platter of french fries. Well, a potato is not necessarily a french fry. Yeah. Well, that's what the scent is. Is the french fry smell. Oh, it's it's a french fry smell. potatoes. Now you've got my attention. The smell is for potatoes? Yeah. No, it's it's french fries. They call it Frida's? Frida's? Well, Frida was oh, a very was popular go singer in the 80s. <laughs> I was going to go with Ode to Fry. Right. But She's saying there's something going on. No, they're saying it smells like a platter of French fries. I'm like, I'm, I'd 
buy it for Kristen and Corey. Boom. No, stop biting my shoulder. <laughs> but is this meant for the, the, the dude to wear or the girl to wear? For the girl I'm just to so wear. confused. It's, it's, really? it's the they market it for Valentine's Day so they can raise funds for their potato farms, potato hmm? event for their dirt. <laughs> Has has any any national (laughs) or state potato commission? That that only reminds me of Detroit Distillery uh, with their punchki vodka. Have you guys have you guys seen that? I know we talked about it. Yeah, you know, isn't that wasn't it today the day uh, sale? No, yesterday. Yesterday, because if you didn't get it yesterday, because we're going down Sunday next week. To go pick it up. Yeah. Katie got some. So, yeah, well, she did. did. Yep. Congratulations. Uh, they said they've made more than they And the have. seltzer. They got seltzer on They made more than they ever have. Yeah. Um, and it's, I looked today, because um, it did go on sale yesterday. Excuse me. In the last couple of years, they said that it's gone out of stock within about 35 minutes online. Oh, wow. online. Yeah. So they team up with um, New Palace Bakery, um, Polish Bakery down in uh, Hamtramck, and they buy, I think, like, something ridiculous like 50,000 punchkeys or something like that. And so there's no punchki flavor. They literally take raspberry punchkeys, put them into their stills, uh, and then they do the whole process and they filter them out. And uh, I, I know from experience, uh, like I was telling the guys before, we went to, we used to go to the FOP. One day I saw something online and I came in and took five glazed donuts, put them in a mason jar, filled it up with some good vodka and just let it sit, and I strained it, and it was like this Easter yellow, this vodka. That's the color it turned, and it tasted literally like a liquid glazed donut. It was it was amazing. Uh, so I know that that actually works. I mean, it it's night and day. It tastes exactly like it. Uh, but I did check today, and you could still buy it. You can't you can't pick it up and for what the twenty eighth or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, on Sunday. There's there's a lot of places doing it now. It, I it's, mean, it's really it's really caught on and become a pretty big thing. Yeah, it, it's not hard to do. I mean, if you have a distillery, you know, <laughs> but but yeah, uh, I I really want to. It wasn't in the cards today, but I really want to pick some up. I think we should all try that. I think it, I mean, especially because it, it keeps selling out every fucking year. Yeah, I think we should all every one of us get a bottle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one she got. She got that, and then uh, the seltzers. I guess they're coming out with seltzers. The same flavor? I, she showed me a picture of the can, it, and I'm it, like, I don't know. Even, is. I mean, I would just like the Detroit Distilling Company or Distillery or whatever the hell it is. Just the, the fifth when it's done would look super cool, especially because it's one of the – I watched a video online. One of the brewers, um, I guess their big boss, like, went on vacation for a week. And it was right around this time. And he's like, don't fuck anything up while I'm gone kind of thing. And as soon as he left, he's like – all right, let's go over to New Palace Bakery. We're going to get some donuts. We're going to throw them in the still. <laughs> they were like, didn't he just tell you not to screw anything up? And he's like, and then the boss found out about it, and he's like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it was one of those kind of fluke things, you know. Well, there was uh, the master brewer down in um, Fort Street Brewery. It ended up closing down. I mean, they just didn't, never got the business. But he was like, each week he would have like a drum, and he'd have people put – suggestions of things he should like make a theme beer for that week or whatever it may be and someone put something in to be funny one time as root beer flavored beer and it was so successful that he added as a permanent menu item they called it turbo and it it was just a very light beer with a very 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 light root beer taste it was fucking delicious 
but now they're out of business. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So much Dad, for that. Dad's root beer, root beer took over. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah. That's probably who sponsors the Olympic curling team <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the U.S. Dad's root beer liquor. Awesome, Daddy. Uh, are we are we good for booze news then? Anybody else got anything? I got one for you. Okay. I got a booze news. Are right, we got two more? Todd, All right, Todd, go ahead. Well, actually, hold on before got, before I, you, before <clears throat> you go, Todd. We're gonna uh, the the alcohol drinking folks here are gonna do a shot. If you want to do a All right. Throw, throw a little coffee back. That's cool. Uh, I'll do it. All right. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Salute. All right, Todd. What do you got for us? All righty. So this is on Newsweek. Uh, and, I, and I'm staying away from politics. You got you to hear me out on this one. There's no, no political slant here. But the mayor of an Ohio town recently, and it had to be Ohio, Recently voiced his opposition to allowing ice fishing at a local by inexplicably linking the pastime of prostitution. <laughs> Mayor Craig Schubert of Hudson, Ohio, made his comments at a council meeting this week during his discussion about safety and liability issues that might arise if the city allows ice fishing at Hudson Springs Park. If you open, open this up to ice fishing, which while on the surface sounds good, then what happens next year? Does somebody come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson Springs Park for X amount of time, Schubert says. And then you, have, then you fill out ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem, prostitution. And now you have to <laughs> the police chief who has the police department involved. Just some data points to consider. That is booze news, boys. I heard that the other day and was dying <laughs> laughing because it's like nothing like going the complete like nuclear option or something. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what that was. He's like, ice shanties, prostitutes. Yep. Like, who, yep. who's like, yeah, that's that's what I think of. I've been ice fishing many a time, uh, and uh, I can ask. Now I know why. <laughs> now I know why you were Exactly. It's the hose on ice. Oh, so many, uh, so many whores. <laughs> so many whores out on the ice. Top that query. I think I can. <laughs> all right. Let's have it. Oh, oh sorry. Let's have it. So you guys all know who Shaquille O'Neal is, correct? Shaquille who? O'Neal. Never heard of him. Uh, no, never? Oh, Shaq Fu. He's, uh, Shaq Fu. He's a very small, tiny man that was a basketball player at one point, Todd. Oh, Shaq Hennessy? Uh, the- <laughs> that was a good episode. Uh so the former basketball star was uh, speaking on his podcast, the big, the big podcast with Shaq, uh, when he contemplated growing his hair out, joking that he would be a silverback gorilla, not a silver fox. Uh, he then told a story about what happens when he frequents the zoo. And what? apparently he is, oh. so, he is so large that he intimidates gorillas in the gorilla habitat, they will literally start making themselves bigger and puffing their chests out and piercing their lips and trying to confront him because they're afraid that he is going to take their females. Wow. That's like so, a superpower. Not for nothing. I, I don't know that it's all that. Most animals, though, if they see something that they don't see very often, and being that those gorillas have seen a gazillion human beings and there's one of them that's the, a different size, especially like dogs, right? If they, if they, don't, if they don't see... Certain types of people they can be into. And so again, I, I doubt that they think that he's going to steal, rape their 
they're women, but uh, well, and, and but yeah, they, well, they, 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 they I don't think anybody said anything about raping the women. Yeah, wait, hold on. That's what he. That's what he said. He said hold he was going to steal the steal their women. Gorilla women, <laughs> the female gorillas. Yeah. Okay, female gorillas. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to stick with gorilla women. Okay. I, I, dude, I came, I came back. There's there's Shaq. There's gorilla women. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But they they actually did. They had these one of the zoologists on his podcast, and he confirmed that they do act very differently. But he he did say that yeah, it's mostly because he's seven feet tall and three hundred pounds. Exactly. That they're insanely intimidated by him. So could you? I mean, could you imagine the fact that you're so large, you could intimidate a gorilla, dude? Like that's. That's insane. I mean, a very powerful animal yeah. is looking at you as a human being. Like, eh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure if you know an, ele- sh- an elephant or something else, a dwarf as well. Uh, you know, I'm sure. No, maybe I'm sure if there was an elephant or any other <laughs> large being that was walking towards them, they'd probably flip the fuck out too. I mean, it's just he's he's big in stature. Exactly. Yeah. You're not getting my women. Hands off my gorilla women. <laughs> That's right. You know the problem. The Get problem with the problem with gorilla women as the title for this podcast, it. for this episode, <laughs> is that they're not going to have any context for. That's why, why they got to listen to it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, hold on. I mean, I I think, I think, think, think it ropes people hold, in. Hold yeah. on. Is there ever yeah. any context to any of the titles you put on? Oh, the show? yes. I am Always. clicking. I am clicking last, on, on anything gorilla that says that. Yeah. Yeah. Gorilla week, women. I'm like, click. Like, last what the hell is that? Dave Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave How Dave. Is a, it's that, a movie. That's a in going, what is this Dave Dave you're saying? And that's exactly what gorilla women Gorilla women wouldn't rope you in? I mean, <laughs> we, Greg just said himself, it would. I, I would, I, I would be like, a, all right, I'll, I'll, what is this? But we're a bunch of idiots, and I don't know if I, that's really going to pull in the female said, crowd. Yeah. yeah. Okay, dude, we have not been pulling in the female crowd since day one. <laughs> like, episode saying, 14 Gorilla was called, gonna get it. episode 14 was called, like, Poop Knife, so I don't know, we oh. haven't really been... So, so we haven't grown since episode yeah. four, yeah, 150 some episodes. <laughs> yeah. That's nah, why, dude, no it's getting growth. depressing. Just stop numbering them, please. All right. I'm like, oh, episode 754. But that's the context. <laughs> that's the context that's missing. So so to go back on the uh, the Punchki uh, vodka or whatever. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Let, let's do that. Kate, Katie got you a bottle. Get so, the fuck out of here. So there'll be, there'll be oh, one coming No, there. she did not. She did. The per- okay. perks of being the podcast. Let me just host. let me just say yeah, something. Hold on, let me just say something. Yeah. I was gonna say Katie and Greg if you are just not dead texted to me. Katie like you need to give up your bottle to Nick. He's really excited about this shit. Then I'm gonna be fucking. No, pissed I, off. I asked her. I said, "What what did you order?" Because I was curious. I said, "Ask her." She goes, "Well, I go it came up on the cast. What what is it? You know, what'd you get?" And she told me. She's like, "Well, I got them a bottle too." Because she ordered oh, two oh, bottles. She got them. them a bottle. Well, okay, you're back. Better, uh, you know what I mean. She felt sorry I, for. No, I, I think that's what we're keys. trying. We're trying to clarify oh, what I mean. You that's mean. that's a that, that's amazing, Greg. But I just I I hope that no. She said she, she says I got two bottles because us. she goes. So I know they sell out fast. And I know well, you had I, talked about I them really, before. I don't know how to say anything, but I appreciate that. That's so amazing. there'll be one coming here when that's, we go pick it up. And that's amazing. Two weeks. All right. I'm gonna jerk off so many times that night. As opposed to any other night? Yeah. Yeah. What's 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 different from every other night? Don't do it in You all shouldn't know any of this, (laughs) which is freaking me out. (laughs) Nick's like, I'm just going to play these little games on my Oculus tonight. (laughs) Hey, Alexa, play jerk off music. (laughs) You think I'm sleeping on the futon? I'm actually looking under that door crack. (laughs) 
All right, I'm trying to think about how can we rope Todd Dillon back into this conversation, and, and the thing that comes to mind immediately is airing of grievances. So uh, this is a segment that we do that is uh, uniquely Todd's bailiwick, uh, although some of, sometimes some of us chime in. I've actually got one stemming from today, and it's not uh, the arena holding onto my car keys too long. The uh, arena holding onto your car keys? You fucking left him there. I said it's not that. I said it's not that. All I got to say is why they make these keys so small. <laughs> If it was the size yeah. of a guitar, I wouldn't lose it. Yeah, your key retrieval service is not is not up to par. Surprise! Surprise! They didn't break when they hit the ground. I feel like Bob was the one they gave like the hall passes attached to like the two by four. Yeah, <laughs> on a big chain, he's got to drag, drag it behind. Oh god, it's so heavy. This is a microphone stand for the stage in the auditorium. They took the literally took the cross from the church down and they tied this key to it. Why would they give that to me? This is the tabernacle lose, from the. Fuck. I'm just gonna lose this cross. It's actually just chained and in the principal's what? office. No they, cross. They give him like 150 feet of chain to keep going. Yeah. I can get a bowling ball and put a chain on it and then hook your keys to it so you never lose it. So the drag around the bowling ball. Oh, I, no, I, go, go on, Greg. Greg, I, I, can, all, I can do this. This okay. can be done. Greg, it does all not that take means is much. that any, yeah. any important item for Bob would be attached to bowling balls in my house while he's at his house. Well, or that or people are going to randomly find bowling balls lost everywhere. Like, Where is, where's this bowling ball well, coming from? Who's this guy we living can on Brooks it. that has bowling With balls all these like, bowling littering balls. His, his front lawn? I don't we get can, it. Little Caesars Arena staff would have yeah. found a bowling ball under that chair. We could we can grab Bob it. Bob would have heard it bouncing down Bob, the stairs. Yeah. Bob would have looked down and been like, Oh, that's that's not my keys, that's just but a, that's, that's your someone, bowling ball going bouncing down. someone else's bowling ball. Everybody's got bowling balls these days. Who, who's to say my keys <laughs> attached to that bowling ball? Come on, we can, we can engrave anyway, it. Anyway, back to the game. If lost. If lost, return to Bob. <laughs> yeah. All right, Todd, uh, what, uh, what's, what's, what's eaten? What's, what's stuck in your craw these days? Well, this is kind of a, this is a crossover segment for me then. My grievance today is the Winter Olympics has too many damn sports in it. Uh, this is... This is getting ridiculous. There's now mixed doubles cross-country snowboarding. All right. Well, I'm going to stop you right there, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to stop you right there, and here's why. Right. After the hearing right. of grievances, we will launch headfirst into 90-second sports. Ooh. Now, right. I don't want you to mistake the two because I'm going to okay. be coming right back to you for 90-second sports. Mm-hmm. So don't give me your... I got you. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Okay. So... There's too many damn sports. And then on top of that, the sports that are cool. Amen, bro. The sports like like slope-style snowboarding. Again, I got hooked in, drawn in. But what I saw is subjective subjective judging of these tricks. And literally the guy who took second place was the best guy in men's slope-style snowboarding. But he lost because, I don't know, some pe- person had a bug up their ass and voted for the wrong thing. And you can't tell the guy who was commentating him said, I've seen that was the best run I've ever seen ever in the history of the sport. And the dude took second. So too much subjective stuff, too many sports. Uh, they need to trim it back a little bit. That's because anything that's judged is not a sport. Ooh. Yeah. Correct. That's a good, we were just talking about that a couple of weeks ago. What was, we were saying that anything that you can bet on in Vegas is a sport. Right. But you're saying uh, I think, I think that's judged to, like, trash. like you're skating so yeah, I, I agree I If it's judged It's not a sport No I'm trying to think Todd If there's a A sport that straddles The two Those two Worlds <laughs> Straddles <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but I guess It's a word I, I guess <laughs> well, It a, is At the, end of, at the end of the day Unless you're riding a bowl At the end of the day <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and with my Very limited sports knowledge 
uh, aren't referees kind of like judges uh, for sports? No, they're more no, like rule they're keepers. Rule keepers. They're just yeah. like the guy that knows uh, the rules on the back of the box. They should. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Well, but technically, the judges that Greg's referring to should be going by rules as well, right? They they have some guidelines that they're looking. They at. They should. Well, I think they're more technique though. Yeah, they'll like what rules. they need to do is get like Billy Bob and whatever out of the stands. And be like, okay, watch this. Yeah. Tell me which one you found more fascinating. So some, some random them, random yeah, dude. Why have the, oh well that yeah he did four flips but he he didn't tuck that one knee in good enough on the on the, the third flip around. Right. You get minus points for that. No, like you just did four flips on skis <laughs> off a hill. Like that's Hey, he uh landed his foot to the left a little bit. Yeah. We're gonna disqualify him. That doesn't make no sense. The guy just did four flips and right. Better oh, than anyone it. else. Yeah. The other guy did two and a half flips but nailed it. Well, who gives a shit? He only did two and a half. I want to see the guy do four, and if he misses it, he breaks his neck. So what, so I want to watch that guy. So we'll ask Donnie this question, and, and it stems from what Bob was talking about last week, the conversation we were having. Is NASCAR a sport? No. No, it's not. It's not judged. I think it is. It's not judged. And, and people bet on it. And right. the, you actually you can't be – and you can't be a, a uh, an out of shape piece of shit and do it. <coughs> Tony Stewart. It, it, sorry, I'm again, sorry. I had again, a, he might I be in worse shape <laughs> than anybody else, like John Daly in golf. But he's still he's still more fit than your average person. I, the average person. I, I do agree with that, but there's a lot of technique. The there's I, a lot of technique and a technology that goes into it too. Like sure, that. and I would I would say that you can't be out of shape and a fat piece of shit only because you can't fit in the car because they got to take. I say the car is take the steering wheel out most of the time for you to get in. I, I've I've done the NASCAR experience. So you can be a fat yeah, piece but Todd, of you, no, no, you're, <laughs> you're you're fantastic. I don't know how how well, someone how, how does someone force someone else to insult them because I, I wasn't really setting that up. And, and Todd's <laughs> like, how, thanks a lot, man. Say, as long as you can get in the window, you can get in the car. Hey, it's good to know my fat ass can fit in one. Though. But here, here was the <laughs> Donnie. Here was, I can't fit in an Indy car. Here was you know, right now. I've tried. Here was the conversation. <laughs> well, that's open wheel sports. This is NASCAR. Right. So uh, two two different things. This is the most you'll hear about sports from from me. But uh, two different things. Um, one, I think the conversation was last week. Is I didn't. I didn't think that NASCAR was necessarily a sport. That was my personal opinion, someone who knows very little about sports. But um, then I think Todd was saying, well, do you think they're athletes? And I'm like, okay, they're definitely not athletes. Well, I, I, think, uh, I think it takes skill. As far as the driver goes, yeah, I think it takes skill. I don't think they're an athlete, though. That's like, I get asked I that because like, are. our bowlers athletes are as bowling yeah. a sport. Like Todd's voting yes in the. I, I think I, I think I NASCAR yes. is sport. I've I've met a few of the guys when I lived in Indiana, and yeah, I mean you have to be in shape to drive. I know it's just like driving. I agree with you on that. You part. have to be in shape it's to be good. in that car. But as far for, as the the entire sport, I would say no because there's a lot that goes into it that. But you just called it the entire sport, and you said it's not a sport. No. Yeah. As far no 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 I'm saying like the driver is an actual I mean he's an athlete you got to be in shape so he's to an be athlete, able to but do that. So, so therefore but I think there's more technology air wind speed engine sure, dynamics sure. everything that there's goes into it. To it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I agree. Think I'll, the, the fittest it's not proven that the fittest driver wins. It's the technology that wins out. But each one of them. Uh, as an athlete, there's and again, and the, but the best athlete isn't the one assured to win. It's the best technology and the best probably hand-eye coordination and skills around actually yeah. just 
putting the car in the right position. I agree with you on that part. I, yeah. I, I don't follow racing at all, but is there a type of racing where it's more of a of a mix between, let's just say that it straddles between the technology and the skill. Corey straddled later. That's what he was late. And this, the, the technology and the skill of the driver where, where those are more evenly. You know, I think I like the, the open road courses, the, the yeah. road courses, not so much the track courses, but like the, Lamas. I guess like the, yeah, yeah, the, the open wheel stuff. For, open wheel stuff is, <laughs> is uh, they do like formula one does a lot of, uh, through different cities and things like that. That's why, yeah. like, like Belle Isle. Yeah, you know the, that's not a that's, that's that's not a raceway. Um, okay. Uh, so IndyCar, Formula One, all open wheel. Yep. They do, um, you know, things that are not a track. But, uh, you know, I don't know enough about this to talk about it. I mean, for a short time, uh, I was living with roommates that really followed open wheel racing. But my question is, if if you know, I'm sponsored by uh, you know smoothmyballs. dot <laughs> That doesn't have that much money, and I get the shitty car. Yeah. Um, and you're sponsored by Pennzoil. You know, are you going to be faster, or are there rules yes. set? Are there rules set in place that say I don't care how much money you have? This is all you get to pick no. from. It's about technique. You'll get no. You yeah. you the money wins. So money okay. So wins so then you'll get more technology with right. The money. So yes, then exactly. So then how is that? sportsmanship i mean i get you can buy players that it's, that are better but there are players that are gifted these cars aren't gifted you're just buying better well, that, technology right well the, 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 the cars people, are restricted driver in a great the car cars are restricted like, there's win. only so much you can do to a car that's what i'm saying like is there a governor that yes. says yes there's you know, a, we, we're not gonna let you go 300 miles an hour uh the highest any car can go is this well there, there's yeah. there's that's, ways but, that cars yeah, even, are set up but that. even with that, if you were an independent racer and you tried to get onto that set, if you didn't have money, oh, you yeah. even, even yeah. if it's allowed, you wouldn't be able to afford any of that. So it's a healthy so mix. money will of, always win. It's a healthy mix of purchasing skilled drivers, purchasing skilled technology, like and advanced need, technology. I think it's more like a team thing. So you have and a good pit crew three or four like racers that are racing in your race. And but, I don't know a lot about it, but I'm just saying like that's what you see is like you have three or four guys on your team. And they all work together. Hey, if there's a guy that's clear cut in the win, you know, in the lead, your other guys would be well, like, okay, let me get in the way of these guys and make sure right. that nobody can exactly. overtake they, him. They, exactly. They, they teams, try and yeah. win, but they, yep. they, they, co they cooperate. And again, how do you do that? You have money to have multiple teams. Yep. Because there's yeah. like kind of like an umbrella, like Pennzoil owns these five subsidiaries yes. kind of thing. Well, yep. not only that, there's like individual owners who own like, several races. And they say, all right, look at you're you're at this position. We know that you've got no chance to win, but uh there's a guy behind you that might get in our way. So I, we need you to kind of Yeah, do I think yeah. I think the best way to put it is like with racing, skill will only get you so far. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunate. I mean if yeah. you're gonna call it but I guess it's unfortunate that the te you know, the city or the team or the ball club with the most money gets the best players, you know. But they yeah. all, but in like in baseball, for example, Unless, they don't always win. Well, like the movie Corey Simon with the A's, you yeah. know, how it Moneyball. Moneyball. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, but that, those, those situations are far and few. You know? Yes. I think you're, you're not getting to the top level without a little bit of money. Uh, that's what Skill I'm saying. Skill will get you there, but money will put you over the top. But I mean, if you're already at that level, but I feel like people are it's already dominated. If it's gone across all sports all around, then people are used to it and they're yeah. Okay with it, like well, yeah. yep. the most money wins. Yep. So okay, yeah, for sure. Big markets, big money. Yep. Hmm. Todd, I had one uh, grievance to add to your segment here. 
so we're yes, we're, sir. we're at Harry's after the game, well before the game, and uh, sat down. The bar was filling up, and wait, my shoes fell off. Wait, waiting for <laughs> waiting for a waitress to come by, waiting for a waitress to come by. So I lost my <laughs> lost my patience, and I went over to the bar and I ordered a couple of drinks. Come back, yep. and and Lori goes, "Hey, so." I gave her a drink, and she, she's the only thing she says to me is, "So Ileana's disappointed," and and I'm like, "Who who is Ileana? Uh, well, she's our server. Anyway, she's disappointed. I go, I, "Why is she disappointed?" Well, because you went to the bar and got got drinks and didn't order from her. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Ileana can go fuck her. I, first of all, I've not <laughs> met her, and secondly, I don't give a fuck if she's disappointed. I I really just wanted a drink. It's not. I, I, so what What was she, she told you she's, no, no, I just detected that she was disappointed. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob. I'm like, you know who was disappointed before Ileana? You, for not getting your drink on time. You were. Yeah, 100%. So I sat down and she did come by and get drinks for Corey and Danielle. And I'm not going to lie. She looked a little disappointed, which made me upset. <laughs> like, why should I, why am I being made to feel guilty? Because I wanted to get a drink when you weren't anywhere to be seen. That's my grievance. What the fuck is up with people going like, oh, oh, you're going to the bar? Oh, they're going to get my tip? Well, I'm not going to wait on you now or give me some sort of other, other fucking sass. In, 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 so, her, in her defense, she just kind of looked disappointed at life. So, so Bob, you, fi- you finally <laughs> appreciate what I went through in Taos. Um, when I had to go get my own drinks and the waitress was pissy with me for the rest of the night. Yeah. Wait, on. Not my drinks. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone's drinks. Yeah. Where where was, was that all, the, you was all that can, the, the Mexican you, place? And you all can, um, no, 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 not the Mexican place. The pizza place. Yeah. You, oh, you guys, we, we you guys all kind of looked at me like father knows best, but like, oh, he's our friend, so we're going to not say anything. <laughs> they were all like, uh, uh, that's something we wouldn't have done. Of course, <laughs> I guess you're going to have to start shit wherever you go, but he's still our friend, so we'll wait till he goes to the bathroom before we say anything. You know? And now it yeah, happens so it, to it you. It all comes full circle. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, huh? that's my grievance. How? Uh-huh! <laughs> yeah, that's a good grievance. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, all right, can we do can we do ninety second sports then? Before, yeah, I suppose we... after that seven minutes yeah. segment of sports. Okay. And we see him heading in that direction. The twenty, he's going for forty, and it's ninety second sports. I do believe that you did most of the talking during that segment. Are you, were you really just bitching about the length of it? I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> the the host wow. of the show? Go lose some keys. <laughs> All right. Mm. He already hey, did. Hey, I can't Corey, wait Corey. for this sports hey, you, segment. You own that, though. I like that answer. That's a badass answer. There's yeah, nothing I can say. <laughs> There's nothing I can say that. Hey, nah, like, hey, nah, you got hey, me. The guy that came up with this, this idea. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> got me. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yes, Todd. I love you. I love you, buddy. I love you too. So, Todd, so, ninety second sports. Oh, I'm going to be ready in a second here, but I wanted to first air a little bit of another grievance. Oh, we're not following the rules, so I'm ready for ninety second sports. But I didn't give you the day day. I didn't get the day heads up to actually put it in. So, luckily, I was prepared. We don't. Have, I mean, there oh, are, there are plenty of guys here that like to talk about on. sports. You didn't get a day's last week. You said I'll be ready because guess what. It's Olympic season, and, uh, and Nick literally was like, we've only seen three things on 90-second sports, Olympics, uh, horse racing, and what was the third one? Uh, it was horse racing, Olympics, and... NASCAR. And NASCAR. Yeah. There was cricket in there, we, too. 
Uh, oh, there and, was. Yeah, yeah. And Corey had exactly. a cricket. Yeah, so we talked about this last week. What do you mean you didn't get the day to prep? Never mind. Exactly. <laughs> actually, actually, Todd, didn't you say like, oh, uh, uh, Olympic season is upon us, so I'll always have something to say during Olympic season. <laughs> exactly. Right. I, I think I did say that. So, so, so no, no grievance then? <laughs> no grievance. Uh, Todd, Todd, grievance retracted. Todd, 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 you ready to go? <laughs> I'm ready to go, baby. That's a stand-up right. guy, Todd Dillon. That's why we love you. Ladies and gentlemen, 90-second sports starts now. So there's been so much going on in the Olympics, and I've been super excited in watching all of it, even though I do think there are too many sports. One of the coolest things ever is was I was watching speed skating, and there's a speed skater from China whose name is pronounced Run Ziwei. Uh, and I thought that was pretty cool that they that there's a speed skater who runs Ziwei uh, with the speed <laughs> skating uh, <laughs> event <laughs> at the Olympics. I thought it, it made me laugh. Am I uh, but I've been laugh laughing at that. <laughs> but the one thing that the, and this was a toss-up between 90-second sports and a grievance so there's a there's an event in the in the winter olympics called rhythm dance where people dance to disco and dance music and there wasn't a person of color to be seen in the sport and in fact the one one guy representing japan of all places dancing to freak out was a dude from montana a six foot four pasty mofo <laughs> dancing to freak out during rhythm dance. There's something going on at the Olympics so, in the winter. Todd, we fix to, this. To clarify, pasty means white, right? <laughs> oh, in this context, he gets absolutely. lost in the snow. Okay. Hey, he gets lost in the snow. Sure. Absolutely, he gets lost in the sure. snow. That's how white he is. <laughs> so you're saying he had no <laughs> rhythm whatsoever? It's, I'm just saying. I'm, I could not figure it out. I'm like. Can you? Are, and not that's ninety second sports, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Rhythmic dancing. That's trash. <laughs> that is straight trash. Wow. And you I know what they had, they had? They had. They had. The reason why it was like that is so that it would be an even playing field. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you, you, with the podcast in mind, subjected yourself to watching rhythmic dance just for this okay. segment. Well, and here, I think Bob, I think I explained this. So, just a, a funny little side note, and this is this works out good because Nick walked away, so I get an extra couple of seconds. So when, I was a, when I was a kid, we would go to like black neighborhood skating rinks, and I saw some of the most amazing rhythmic wow. dance with people on skates ever in the history of the universe and to see that and then what, what at actual Olympics, like what the hell is going on here they're fixes it literally russia was dancing to uh another freaking crazy song i'm like no way this makes no sense you get the russian federation uh dancing to freak out <laughs> todd let's join the yes. olympics i'll do it with you <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> I, that, again, that, that talk about so with all the 900 other sports, they should have an event where two fat guys toss each other around the exactly. ice and see who can do the best tricks. That's I would watch that all night long. I, just to be forewarned, right. Donnie, Todd's got some rhythm. Hey, exactly. Like, can, can you bring can, it in? I've yeah. never seen you dance. Can you keep up? No, I hey, can't hey, dance. Hey, okay, well, I can do some Dance Dance Revolution, though, so I'll get them started, hey, and Todd can just bring it in. If the he's end telling me the contestants that are on, or the, the, the people competing in that, yeah. right? as soon as Todd walks through the door, like, well, they automatically get the bronze. Right. Right. That's <laughs> kind of my idea. By default, you get bronze. I mean, I'm and it's like, it's nothing but up from there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got more rhythm than the guy from Montana. It, it, that's what mm. I'm just saying. It was it I'm was pro- really really shocking to 
I'm pretty sure you don't. <laughs> uh, I, I might. It depends no, on how much not. I drink. Uh, wait, wait, hook him up to the Oculus later. We'll see what yeah. happens. <laughs> so, uh, we discussed this weekend, uh, not this weekend, but this past game we went to, uh, there was an argument so that came today? up. Today, yes. Well, not today anymore, Todd. That's why I said this past weekend. The, the, the it's still today key debacle. Oh, yeah, the key debacle. Uh, <laughs> Stay on point. Stay on target. <laughs> Stay on target. Either either way, we, we were at uh, at the Red Wings game. We went to Harry's afterwards, and an argument came up that uh, I knew right away. You motherfucker. The second Bob brought it up, I knew I was winning this argument. Did I bring it up? You did. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay, continue. All right. The argument being, and I, I want to pass it around the room first. What do you guys think Arby's stands for? How was it created? The the name itself, like, does it stand for something? I've never thought about it. I have no idea. No. Yeah, I've never ever ever never thought, about thought about it. Todd. Todd. I've never thought about it either. I would imagine that uh, since it's got a roast beef in it, it's got an RB for roast beef. American roast beef yard. So, so you, you are so fucking close. So American <laughs> roast beef, yeah. You are so you are even closer. So so Bob had this crazy theory. It's not a crazy theory. It is a crazy theory because I know I knew exactly. Well, hold on. Hold on. We're going to present our cases. So you do your case, and I'll okay. I'll present my. We'll do point counterpoint. Well, no, it's no, it's not a point counterpoint because I have proof that it's my way. That's actually not for how you to decide, sir. It is. Do, that's history. You present your point, and then I'll present. Oh my, my god. Point. Okay. So. Either way. That's how adults do it, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) The the name Arby's, A-R-B-Y-S, was created because there was two brothers that started the business. Mm -hmm. And one, his first name started with R and the other one started with B. So rather than, they originally tried making signs that were just R-B's with the letters, Uh R-B and apostrophe S. And it wasn't catching on. So they eventually changed it to what we know now Nowadays, as Arby's, A-R-B-Y apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. And Bob thought... Hold, hold on. Oh. This is where... this is. Are, are we is, to my it, counterpoint yeah, you now? At, you at the end of yours, what you... Yeah, that, that, that's, yeah that's history. So. Okay, so my counterpoint was, I grew up in the 70s and in the 80s where... 60s. Mm, no. For, for, <laughs> one, for, one, for one year. Oh, okay. Todd, Todd remembers that year and the year before. Anyway. Why are my old balls on? <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> it's all the gray. I was trying to signal so, to you earlier. <laughs> I grew up in a time where there were commercials for Arby, for Arby's. And the commercials said, they literally said in the commercials, Arby's, America's roast beef, yes, sir. And that's what Arby stood for. Now, I didn't have Wikipedia at the time. I did not know any of these things that Corey's talking about. <laughs> but in my mind, for, for, for my entire life, that's what Arby's stood for because that's what they advertised in their commercials. Well, in your defense, yeah. I mean, Wikipedia, they can change whatever they Thank want. Thank you, Donnie. Okay, first of, all, you, I didn't, first of all, that's false information being put into your head because I didn't get it from fucking Wikipedia. So, <laughs> what, what was Arby's.com? What was your reasoning, Corey? My, what was it's the not, answer? It's not, it's no, not what's reasoning. your answer? What's your answer? For where <laughs> I got that information? Yeah. No, no. What, what did you say? Truth. One brother had an R and one I other brother had an R. This is all falling that's, apart that's for you, Corey. I love it. No, because my reasoning was... It is. Well, yours is right. Yeah, I know it's, it's right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm not I'm not disputing the fa- the facts. He tri- yeah. I'm saying that I grew up... They never he advertised... Tri- he, he tried disputing oh, it very hard. My name's R. His name's B. They lied to you. That's where we're at. 
that, that's what I'm saying. They, you should never give them another dollar again. That's what I'm and saying. And you should go on a crusade. That's not what you were and saying. And bring what down Arby's that, right. for lying. <laughs> Arthur the Beat. Arby's. Born in 69, like, that's, that's my understanding. Not the bullshit that you're telling me. As true as it may be, I grew up. America's roast beef, yes, sir. That's what Arby stands for. You never said that during the conversation that, we had well, earlier. We, we've been drinking all morning, so <laughs> well, wait, hold on, hold he on. Also hardly lost hardly, his hardly keys. a defense for hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. When I asked earlier, because of the situation that was presented in front of me, and being sober at the time, <laughs> I don't think it's that funny. Um, I I had said that uh, how much had you had to drink, and you said actually not much at all. Because I was able to drive myself home. Corey rebutted Word. by saying, well, he had another hour and a half's time to, to burn that off. And, and Bob said, well, I really didn't have that much because I was more tired than anything. Now Correct. we're going back to day drinking Dave's like, woo, we were having such a great time. What my initial reaction well, yeah, was is that you guys were both boozing it up, which is why you were extremely late to the show. Which, for the yes. audience, it doesn't matter because yeah. <laughs> we're not going live. Right, right. But for people like me, Donnie, and Greg, and Todd, it really matters. His his, yes. his, his argument is actually punching holes in both my point and yours. To be yeah. Yes. It's to really be not fair. punching any holes in mine. No, it totally is. Yeah. No. So well, you guys should have been here. You. you were fucking around talking about Arby's. <laughs> yes. And all it's doing is making me want Arby's right now when they're exactly. closed right now. That's exactly what Danielle said. You mean America's said. Roast Beef? Because, yes, sir. That's Greg, what you want? You guys waited so long. <laughs> is that what you want? we could have got some America's Arby's. America's Roast Beef, Greg? Dying. 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 Let me fucking tell Listen, if it's five for five, I'm in. I don't give a fuck if you don't have your keys or not. What the fuck does it stand for? You listen here, Corey. R to the B. America's real beef. Yes, sir. R to the B. I don't Thank care you, if it's nine thirty at Thank night. You, Todd, backing me up. We're gonna finish I'm this conversation. What? Yeah, you're not, I'm not backing you, Bob. Thank oh. you, Todd. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you're, as, you're as wrong as the day is long. <laughs> <laughs> they were just out painting the town on our time. Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. So I'm not sure what we're to glean from that. <laughs> well, I gleaned that you were wrong. Your argument was spurious and weak. And Todd, uh, Todd. drunk, and that's why I had to wait two hours to get on this podcast. Yes! Sing it, sister! No, no, no. no. Boom Those, goes the dynamite. You were, you were, on your first point, you're correct. And on your second point, you're also correct. But that had nothing to do. That had nothing to do, sir. Nothing to do, sir, with our start time in this show. None of it did. That has I did not drive myself here, nor was the weight on my end. Let me, let me tell you this, Todd. When, when people are having, um, you know, Blood boiling conversations about Arby's <laughs> when they're losing <laughs> exactly. that, that's when good content when they're exactly. losing when they're losing scarves and keys <laughs> mittens <laughs> mittens claws mittens mittens whatever any kind of winter <laughs> object that mittens. warms you up uh, there's probably some alcohol involved uh, yes. more than more sure. than like let's have one or two at the game sure I lightly padded my jacket made sure my keys <laughs> were there <laughs> <laughs> whoops hey Nick. Yes, Todd. Is it telegraphing too much that this is going to be my uh, my airing of grievance next week? Oh, I, sh I should hope. I should hope. Punctu punctuality is a thing, my friend. I'm, I'm muting Todd's mic. <laughs> Donnie, I, if you've been listening to the show with any kind of regularity, you'll understand what we're about to do. Oh, it's the MF and Gentleman's Agreement. Oh, done. <laughs> All right. Oh, where is it done? 
It was there. It was on oh, there. You yeah, missed it. Was it. There. Oh, it was there. It, it was I didn't hear it. Lost, uh, it. lost in the ones interwebs. and zeros, Todd, but it was there. There's uh, oh, the interwebs. There's a storm. Me. There's uh, a storm in Texarkana, and it interrupted that power line. So, <laughs> nonetheless, it was there, sir. All right. All righty. Uh, Donnie, can we start with you? Because I understand that uh, Corey actually assigned you something in anticipation of your triumphant return to the podcast. Uh, Corey assigned me several things. <laughs> That, so there, was talking about, there was only news one topic or movies. No, not or. There was no or. <laughs> you thought there was a fucking or. God damn you, it. You get documentaries. Oh. There was no or. Go ahead and look at it. There was no or. Are we would, looking at Ball Hog? Hold on, hold yeah. on. Would you not be able to look back at the last time Donnie was here? No, no, was no. he not? I, I wouldn't because Corey said he assigned this to him this week. Sure. I Without under, my knowledge. I, no, I so, understand that, but yeah. wouldn't he have been assigned something the last time he was here? This week I, is yesterday. <laughs> no. No, probably he was, not. He was never assigned a gentleman's agreement okay. when he was here last I don't week? think so. I don't even remember. Dude, that was so long. That was so long ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, it was before the internet. At least yes. I've been told not to refer to the past episodes where he was here by number because that makes yeah. us seem Please like, don't. Yeah, so... We can move on. So, 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 so Donnie you, did not watch. You didn't watch Bahog. I mean, you're. I did watch Bahog. Oh, oh, hey, oh. Well, what the fuck are we arguing about? I that, don't know. Fellas? I was confused. Must be that hangover <laughs> from the hockey game. All right, well. <laughs> I, I lost my keys. I was looking for him. That's right. <laughs> you tell him, Donnie. <laughs> it's kind of curious that the fuck up here was on Donnie's end, <laughs> who did not go to the hockey game nor destroy any keys, and yet I've been invoked twice for his fuck up. Go on, Doug. I'm kind of <laughs> sick that we're getting all of our noses rubbed in and Go not on, being Doug. in this hockey game. So, yeah, uh, yeah it was a couple. Know. Hey, couple. All right. So, what did you? What did you? What did you have to watch? Seems ball like hog. A, Tom Segura's ball hog. Yes, yes. All right. So, thirty second synopsis. What's it about? Uh, you know, basically, I, you know, I can relate to him because of the kids and. No, no. What's it about? What What's is it, it about? Yeah. What it, What did you watch? It's It's a stand up comedy. Stand up comedy special. Stand up okay. comedy, and you know, it's wife kids, uh, basically not giving a shit what people think about him. Okay. And uh, I agree with him. With you know, he talks about people complaining about him because he pissed off the entire state of Arkansas, or no, Louisiana, and then Arkansas, and he basically kissed them all on the forehead and tell them to go fuck off. That's basically the synopsis of what I got from that comedy show. Okay. Was it funny? <laughs> was this it a, is Tom It was, it was like funny. an hour-long show, and the, that's funny. what you got from the... That, that's exactly what I got from it. Is I don't give a shit what people think about me. Fuck off. Here's a kiss on the forehead. Don't listen if you don't like it. Okay. End of story. <laughs> that's exactly what I got from it. Fair enough. And, and I, Are you I, satisfied? Yeah, and it, it, it was like you found it funny, so... Okay, it was very funny. Even better. Would you watch anything? Any of his other specials? Definitely. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good review. He's funny. I like. He's he's Tom's hilarious. He's funny. He's funny. (laughs) Cheese pizza. Greg Gumto Esquire. You had to watch Billion Dollar Wreck. I'm not sure from whom. Uh, It's a documentary. From well, technically, it's a show. Who signed it to you? Corey. Okay. From Corey. All right. Uh, I did watch it. Watch a couple episodes today. Mm -hmm. Make sure it's fresh. Subject matter, A+. Plus. Ooh, that um, seems like a qualifying statement. Wow. A little you're, bit. You're showing me up, dude. You're right. grading them and everything. What the well, I'm da, taking da, it after Todd. I it's thought like, you listened to this show. Taking it after Todd here. Um, <laughs> but they were they were talking about the RMS Republic, which was hit right around the same time as the Titanic. It sank with 
apparently, allegedly, uh, $1.5 billion worth of gold Mm -hmm. in it. I watched two episodes. I could not take the back and forth. Like, when they were... They would show what they're doing, and then like, oh, well, this guy murdered somebody. You're like, wait, what just happened? And they kept going back. I don't like the jumping back and forth. Okay. so Between talking about... Two different storylines. Yeah. Well, there was three storylines going on, and it was like, just get to it. Yeah. Like, I want to see, and I know it's been, what, four seasons worth? Yeah. Something like that. So it's still going on, but I do like the subject matter. So you you just didn't like the production of it, basically? Uh, Yeah, from, from a... Basically about this uh, this guy who obsessed with this shipwreck, mm-hmm. and then some shady stuff happened. Somebody got killed. Well, now his son has kind of taken over the search for this treasure, so to speak. And he, the guy, the dad, actually has claim to the ship. So anything they do find is in it's his. So, so you're more of a fan of seeing pr- things produced in the fashion of like the Curse of Oak Island. Yeah, I want to see the various- beginning. Like, okay, I want to see the beginning of it. Like, hey, this is this guy's backstory. Here it is. It wasn't the here's end. the ship, and then here's what we're doing now. I don't like the back and forth. It, it, it's why I can't watch Pulp Fiction. Literally tried to watch Pulp Fiction, can't watch it because it bounces around, and I'm like, I. Don't care enough to watch it. All right, fair enough. I, I, yeah, and, and, but I, I I will keep watching it because I do like that subject matter. I like the. Well, that's a, that's the, I, I figured it was kind of up your alley. That, so. Yeah, I, that, that ship was the Andrea Doria. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like like I said, it was. Uh, I just couldn't deal with the back and forth. Like, just show me the backstory. I'm in two episodes now. I still don't know why the guy got into a fight. I get shot and killed that other guy. I get that. And it's just like, just get it over with. Tell me what happened and then move on. Right. All right. Man. <laughs> but I do, I do like, I, I, I will, I will take that. That That's a, to me, a, a great, great review. So yeah. Perfect. All right, sir. Well done. Todd Dillon. You had sexy, yes, sir. sexy beast from me. I did. <laughs> So, uh, so I, I don't know why, but the tone of your voice, I should ask. So did you watch, <laughs> did I you did. watch sexy beast? I did. Okay. I did. I did. I did. I watched it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sorry. I'm I mean, only asking cause I feel like the last couple of weeks, there's been some shenanigans going on with watching things that you, you, there's been some miscommunication watching the wrong stuff. Not necessarily Take just you, but that. Well, I watched exactly what I was supposed to watch the last two weeks. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> just trying to keep you honest. All right, so sexy beast. Yes, sexy beast. So let me give it give you the thirty second uh, synopsis. So uh, the the star of the show are Ray Winstone, which many people probably haven't ever heard of or seen, but he's like the star. Uh, but Sir Ben Kingsley's in it as a ruffian. Uh, Ian McShane, the guy from Deadwood. Uh, he's like the kingpin guy, and basically uh, the kingpin uh, Ian McShane uh, wants to break into a bank and uh, steal. The, he, the, again, he's it's basically a, he's the head of a, some sort of mobster or, or crime syndicate, and uh, he wants a bank broken into. So he recruits uh, Sir Ben Kingsley to get uh, Ray Winstone, who's a safecracker, to break into this bank so that he can. Just prove that he can, because it's supposed to be the most stank world. Long story short, uh, Ray Winstone says he's retired. 
and there's a whole bunch of craziness that goes on where Ben Kingsley basically calls him, insults the shit out of him, beat him up and everything. And uh, I won't give any spoilers away, but in the end, he ends up robbing the bank, even though he said he was tired and he wasn't going to do it, and his wife was going to basically leave him if he did it. He ended up doing it, and she had to get a cool set of earrings out of the deal. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. So, all right. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a solid B. Yes. That's solid. I'll take yeah, it. I'll take because, it. because I liked it, there was a couple pieces that were, and again, there's a lot of content packed into it, but I, I still couldn't figure it. I'm like, well, the guy's like a master safe cracker, but in the and again, without spoiler alert, he didn't actually, in the traditional sense, crack a safe. So why was he so needed, given how they got into the safe? Seems a bit... And then there, he seemed to have such a great skill set uh, and was some sort of ruffian. Uh, but Ben Kingsley just beat him up and like he he couldn't even defend himself. It didn't look he could if he wanted to. And so again, I was struggling with a little bit of suspension of disbelief a bit. But all in all, it kept me captivated to the end. I had to see the end, so I'll give it a solid B. I will take it. I will take it all day long, sir. All right, moving on. Uh, Nick Bader. You had black black Klansman, I think, from Todd. Yeah. Okay. So Todd, I want I want to clear the air real quick. I yep. I want to know. Um, I want to know. Looking back at things that you've given me, um, so you've given me Jingle Jangle, which yep. um, you said that you were you're very excited about the fact that, um, I picked a a movie to where, um. Like someone, someone that was diverse could lead like a leading role in the movie, and it could still be a, a good children's flick. Hold on, are you comparing Black Landsman to Jingle Jangle? I, I'm actually <laughs> starting from the beginning. I, don't, I think I know where he's going. Okay, I, think I know where he's going. All right, okay. sorry. All right, I, I think I know where he's going. Okay, so then, you, then you gave me Hidden Figures, which were about under. No, pre- was that Bob? Uh, I think it was Corey. Is either Corey or Bob? It wasn't me. But I was super excited that you liked it. Yeah. Okay. It was so Corey, it must be. It wasn't me. Well, you took it the wasn't win, me. You took the win out of my sales then, because I I thought you you gave that to me. Nope. We talked about it. So anyhow, so then I get I, I was getting I was starting to get a complex. Like I'm like, am I giving off this like racist undertone that I need to kind of be like more schooled no, exposed in, in, to in, the yeah exposed to uh, other cultures like yeah. like to where because now I have Black Klansman, which is a Spike Lee movie that has KKK in the title. And I'm like, what are you trying to tell me here, Todd? Like, what is going on? Like, you racist. I, I seriously, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm like, you're pasty. And the only thing, <laughs> the only, yeah. And I talked to Corey, and I'm like, I really hope that I'm not like giving off some kind of vibe that and pasty he's like, vibe. And of course, Corey doesn't help. Exactly. You know, his conversation, conversation with Corey's like, I don't know. Todd doesn't give me movies like that. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening, man? Like, what am I What am I saying? But then I'm like, no, I'm not going to be hedonistic. Todd likes these movies. And and Todd is, is you know, discovering what I like. And, and I'm liking the stuff he gives me. So really, at, at the end of the day, to use your own phrase, um, that that's what it's all about. So going to Black Klansman. Um, Spike Lee, I haven't seen a bunch of his stuff, completely honest. You don't say. 
I think you haven't seen that, many that, movies, I period. I think that's the pasty vibe <laughs> that you were referring to. I was going to say, in comes the pasty. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. So now I have to. No, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. I actually liked it a lot. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was somewhat, it's Spike, it's a, I know what Spike Lee, who Spike Lee is, of course, and, and the movies he makes. So it was, um, it was awesome to watch. What? No, it's not funny. No, <laughs> you don't know Spike Lee or the movies he makes. Okay, well, I listen. You'd also know it was referred to as a Spike Lee joint, not a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, Nick, I didn't Nick, want to say Nick, that. I can look over at every single shirt that you have hung up over there. And yeah, they're all flannels. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> End of story. End of argument. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Donnie. Clearly, you being in your dashiki, uh, you're gonna up show me. <laughs> On this podcast, so regardless oh, of that I, fact, I love it. I love it. I liked. I really liked the movie. I liked the movie. Um, and unfortunately, you know, it's it's a battle between, you know, certain things that are hard to watch, but hard to watch things are often the truth. And by saying it's it's hard to watch, um, in some of the things that actually occurred. Uh, and, and to say that I don't want to watch it would be ignorant. Um, but at the end of the day, I absolutely enjoyed the movie. So uh, the movie in itself was, um, it, was uh, it was an African-American guy that was a, a detective that inserted himself into the KKK. And uh, if you haven't seen it, I, I would highly recommend it. Um, I, I like the way it was shot, and I, and I like the way that it was played out. It was, I don't, I don't even know if I've ever even seen a Spike Lee joint. There you go. <laughs> um, Culture or, or movie, but, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, be like many other people on the podcast and say, you know, Oh my oh, God. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. Oh God. I really, uh, you know, it, I, I love the movie, but you know, the, the cinematography of it was just really not <laughs> of my taste. You know, I, I'm not that far advanced yet. Ouch. But if you're taking offense to it, then you're probably part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's fair. Key guy. But I really enjoyed it. And, and like I've said before, um, my lack of words are not for not being able to gather them. It's usually because I don't want to spoil it for someone that wants to watch this movie. I think you should look into it yourself. Um, I think it's extremely interesting um, how it all went down. And I absolutely 100% love things that actually happen. Corey's yep. more of a document, a uh, documentary person. I was going to say documentarian, but he's definitely not that. Um, um, wow. I guess he would all the video you, I do on the podcast. You would love to be, you would love to be, wouldn't you? Uh, Bob is more uh, the, the whimsical art side of, of actually make the making of the film and how it was made and how it was shot and things like that. Right. Sure. Or is that not true? <laughs> I sure Bob, no. You're this whimsy? is the first time hearing of this, but whimsical. Yeah, I I would say that you are interested more than just oh, it was a true story. Sure, I think your fair. your scope of film goes a little bit beyond that. That's fair. Um, and for me, it's 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 still still kind of a self discovery mode for everybody. I feel like yeah, just because of the fact that I haven't seen a lot of movies doesn't mean that you're gonna always hit the nail on the head. And I don't love every movie. Um, but I, I do like things that actually happened and, uh, whether it be hard to watch, difficult 
or enjoyable to watch. Um, let's say, okay, so I, I digress. So it, I'll take that back. So whether it be hard to watch or easy to watch, it doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. And I definitely liked it. So. Hey, so I just, th- I thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Sure. I signed it to you because I hoped you'd like it. Not, it did. not for any reason. In <laughs> yeah, fact, I I ha- the, the beauty part for you is I'm not assigning you uh, specific shows for any reason. Cause I also s- assigned you. I've actually taken chances with. Yeah. Corey, Mario, which isn't a real thing. You're racist. And I've also <laughs> taken chances with uh, man on fire. Uh-huh. Uh, but that is a Den- Denzel joint, I guess. But, yeah, but that's uh, a really good movie. Though. That's a, that's a uh-huh. solid movie. That's Here a we solid go. movie. That's Here a solid movie. I'm being typecast. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I think, like I said, there's a bunch of really good movies out there, and I've been trying. So I've been trying to get you things that I, given your what you haven't seen, yeah. there are things that you, you might not necessarily click on that, I, and I'm trying to hit those both real things that are real and things that are not. So I, I'm glad you liked it. So. So at, no, the, no, at, no, at the end no of the underlying, thank oh, you, Todd. That's all I want to hear <laughs> because I'm, I'm no. just tossing and turning sometimes thinking like, no, not at all. I, I feel like we formed this really good relationship. And, and now all of a sudden, you know, I've got Corey as the devil on one shoulder going, I don't know. Todd might think you're racist. The, the next, <laughs> the next, what? What? I don't no, know. No, 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 not at all. The next, the next movie Todd gives you is going to be like shaft. Yeah. No, but but I really, you know, as as I told Corey on the phone, I said I don't feel, you know, Todd's, uh, you know, hedonistic like that. And I would tell you, absolutely. I feel I feel like I feel I like wouldn't you, be assigning you movies because I'm like we should talk. I feel like I, I feel like you're you're in it in your face kind of guy, and you're very honest. And I feel like you would be like, hey, look, this is how I feel. You know, exactly. I was like, we're gonna Facetime after this. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, now that oh, I fucked up. Now that you brought it up, <laughs> yeah. Pasty but no, guy. I, I, talk. I really, I really did enjoy it. Um, I think he did a fantastic job. I know nothing about Spike Lee, but I think he did a great job. Thank All you. Right. All right, I loved it. Thank you, Corey. You had to watch the phenomenon. I did from Nick, uh, which I'm very surprised that you saw this and I haven't. Uh, it's a documentary about uh, UFO sightings from mm-hmm. the. Basically, we'll say 50s on, uh, involving the U.S. Air Force, uh, other commercial pilots, uh, and it, it was it was a real big thing back then. I, I I know it's to a lot of people it's still a huge thing today, but I think it was so publicized back then when people did see stuff, and it was it would make every newspaper, it would make headlines, uh, and it was just it was out there, and it was a brand new thing. Uh, but they they collect a lot of data and accounts from people that actually had encounters and were around for things such as, uh, you know, Roswell in the area 51, you know, crash landing. Uh, don't mind Bob in the background here. Super sneaky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, one can, like, no, no one yeah. can see, no one on can see me. Yeah. No one can see him at all. He's, he's definitely dropped the cone of uh, visibility and silence. He was looking for his keys. <laughs> you are not going to let that go. No. Don't. Please don't. I'm not going to. Uh, the, camera, the camera's not on you guys right now. So now now, gonna now he's looking for the mitten. With this tomfoolery, it's just going to go all over my floor, all over the table. Thank you. Just like upstairs. It'll be all right. So, That's right. <laughs> so yeah. Any, anyways, a, a great, great documentary about uh, UFOs and, and sightings of UFOs. Like I said, they had actual, the actual people that 
were there uh, and they accounted their story. Um, and they also had all, the, the cool thing to me was they had a lot of old video clips and like newsreels from back then when everything actually occurred. And dude, the one thing I I laughed my ass off for probably a solid thirty minutes. What when there was they were doing a newscast, and the newscaster literally said, uh, "Where I have it in my notes here, actually." Uh, he goes, "I'm Mike Wallace, and the cigarette is Parliament." Oh, I remember that, yeah, dude. That was amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> and because he's literally smoking during the newscast, because it was a it was a broadcast, and and it was like their sponsor or something, and he was like. It was one of those things where uh, I could only assume because I wasn't alive during then. We'll have to ask Bob after the show, but it was something that <laughs> it was something during during the fifties. It was it old was, I, balls. It was some, Please some, tell me you have that some, somewhere on camera. Of Bob just <laughs> throwing his headphones off. He's got the and GoPro. going over <laughs> he's the got, other he, side. <laughs> he's got the GoPro right next to him. So that oh, it, does it, he? It, it awesome. Got it. <laughs> So, something something during that time where where they used to say, "Hello, my name's Mike Wallace, and the cigarette I'm smoking is Parliament." And yeah, it was dude. like they, they, every night he would say what I'm smoking, like we're saying what we're drinking. Yeah, it, it, and it, it was it was the norm. It blew my mind to hear that. I'm like that that would not be okay, uh, right? <laughs> Today, uh, but uh, aside from from that, uh, yeah, dude, I'm great flick. Uh, I don't again, I don't know how you saw that, and I hadn't. Uh, but I I give you credit for it. It was a, a great great film. Well, I appreciate that. The one the one thing I will say about that is that it really blew my mind. Like I, I thought, eighty percent of that was unsubstantiated until I saw that documentary. I didn't no. realize how realist how real that actually was. Yeah. If if anything, there was more information about all that back then that the general public was aware of and could get their hands on than we have now. This this is not just sightings of UFOs. You can thank the Blue Book projects for all that. That's, 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 that's what it was about. This is not just sightings of UFOs. This is all documented instances. And, and anyone could have told me this, you know, several weeks ago, and I'd have been like, yeah, okay. The guy that saw the crop circles and all that crap. It's not about that. It's about in the 50s, there was a huge, huge flux of people all across the world seeing the exact same thing, the same silver shape, the same. It looked like an ember in a fire. You know, it it, gl- it was glowing red. And and then the crazy part about it was, and a spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen it, you know, uh, skip ahead. But the, the sorry, the, Pause. The, the crazy the crazy part about this was this was during like. Um, you know, Cold all war. the different countries taking to arms with nuclear weapons. And there were all these reports from... Oh, from, so, so yeah, there was one... A oh, new, excuse a, me, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I watched the movie. I'm <laughs> so did I. Oh, well, I know that, but... Ooh. But yeah, they, <laughs> there, was, there was an instance where uh, there was a, a nuclear... <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Round one. A, a nuclear silo that actually everything was armed. Uh, and they, th- during a... UFO sighting above their their complex, and nuclear missiles were basically ready to go, and were going to be fired by no one on the actual ground. It was basically taken over by some some force that they didn't didn't know. So there were uh, there were, there were several instances um, where these sightings were, and the sightings 
often happened above nuclear facilities that were secret, top secret nuclear facilities in Russia. And it wasn't just like U.S. facilities. Russians had this availability. We had this availability. So out of about five different occurrences where people would would see this anomaly, they would see a, a stream of light come down over wherever these weapons were stored underground. And four out of the five times, it this light disabled every nuclear warhead underground. Oh. And then the the shuttle disappeared. There were one there was one instance where five warheads were disabled during a sighting and one of them were armed. And at the last minute before it blasted off to like go towards Russia or something, it was a US one, it was disarmed as well. So it was so fucking weird to think that in the 50s, first of all, in the 50s, that uh, these fighter pilots had stated that um, and nuclear physicists and people in Congress and all these different people that actually witnessed this that used to be finger-wagging at all this bullshit said, listen, uh, the, the one fighter pilot that actually chased one, he said, listen, I chased one of these down. No one believed me until present day when we actually now have footage from the U.S. Navy of them actually seeing it on their heads-up display. Yeah, it, it, and I mean, they, they had some very accountable and vetted people that, well, an, uh, an astronaut, a physicist, um, a general, like uh, uh, like all these different a lot, people. Yeah, a lot of Air Force pilots that... And they just recently... The, and the reason we're only hearing about it now is they just recently declassified all those files. And so they're allowed to speak. And they said that this one guy said he was flying in, you know, one of the old, old-timer bomber planes, you know, with like the shark's face on the side, you know, all that stuff. And he said, I gunned it. I saw this thing. He said, and I, I gunned it to 300 miles an hour. He said, and I barely could keep this thing in my sight. And every single person, not only did they all describe it as doing the same exact thing, but they said when they spoke to the physicist, he said that there is no way in the technology that we know that the maneuverability like of what actually happened with, with these UFOs could could occur because they would turn on a ninety degree angle. They would go. He he equated. He said, you know, he was an astronaut and he was also uh, like a commander, like a pilot. And he said that I was gunning it at three hundred miles an hour, and we're taught in the air um, as we you know looking at our surroundings and and basically being able to look at something and how fast it's going, and doing the math in between ourselves and it, and we can kind of figure out a ballpark of how fast this device is going in front of us. And he said that we estimated that it was going between five and 15,000 miles an hour. He said, not only that, it would stop on a dime and make a 90 degree angle turn and head in the other direction just as fast. He said, and I don't know about you, but the humans I know would turn into spaghetti on that wall if that were to ever happen. Juice. So it, yeah. They would turn juice on that wall. And he said that this was the technology they had in the 50s, in 1950. But it's, it's crazy to think that all these people from all over the world, it wasn't just in the U.S., they came, they said nothing, they didn't engage anybody, 
and they just disarm nuclear warheads. Almost like, oh, you fucking idiots. You're like dogs. You don't even know you don't even know you're doing something wrong. So we're going to come here and correct this and then we're going to leave, you know. Right. So it's super super I had no idea any of this stuff was like actual stuff that happened and was documented. Like I just thought it was crazy people in a field being like, "Oh, my dad saw something one time," you know. <laughs> So yeah, it was it was super interesting. So I, I figured you'd like it, but I, I kept thinking back. I'm like, <clears throat> Corey hates anything to do with sci-fi. You know, no, that, that's different. Because this this is but real this is a world. documentary. So yeah, it's, it's real. And, and, and I mean, even if the people were, yeah, thank you. I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with the quotes because even if it's not actually real, it, it's accounts all, of real people. All those all those stories you guys just said, literally every alien documentary you watch has those exact same stories in it. Yeah. And they're all the same. I mean, it's, it's great. The, the Travis Walton story. I mean, the guy has been saying the same story for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't changed. Look at, has not changed in 40 years. Look at the, look at the crazy, you know, the crazy people that talk about the ancient aliens, you know, and all that stuff, which I, (laughs) which I always found was fascinating, but they said, they said, you know, look, they said, um, First of all, the pyramids, they still can't figure out how they did it. Um, and they, they feel at this point in time, there are certain scientists that feel that that they were a power plant like that used hydrogen power to send signals or do whatever. But they look at the hieroglyphs and they translate them. And the hieroglyphs literally say that people came from another galaxy down and taught us things and then left. And then they specified the galaxies, like specific galaxies that they wouldn't have known at the time. They specified. This is where they said their home was. You just need to watch Stargate. So all makes sense. Yeah. And then there was <laughs> there was there was one other occurrence in that in that document. There was one other occurrence in that documentary where uh, the family or the guy went outside and noticed this, and they came down, and he said he could see like figures. And every every single person oh, yeah, that ever yeah, saw yeah. the figures described them as very very short, and they said that they had tracks in the sand and they're like almost children's footprints, but they said that it hovered for a second, and they could see these like shadowy figures and like him and his wife went like this and raised their hand and kind of waved, and they said they were just getting stared at for like sixty seconds and all of a sudden the figures inside went like this and they went and they were just gone. And I'm like, oh my god, dude! Yeah, no, I say, I know it sounds. I know you're you're just really probably trying to not listen to this conversation, but it's, it's a, <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no choice. Are you are you not an alien believer? I, I have no choice. I'm wearing headphones I, with your I am, voice in my ears. I am, both of them. I am. I am <laughs> stereo. I implore you to to watch this documentary. I've already filled up shots. I mean, there's nothing else I could do but listen to you. Th- this 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 is all. <laughs> this is all. You, this sir. is all fact from the U.S. government. I I don't want to interrupt. Declassified. You're on a roll. Declassified files. These are this is all fact. It's it's really amazing. Look, unless it's assigned to me, I'm not going to watch it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess the algorithm has well. to get me Bob tonight. <laughs> all right, we got exactly. we got exactly we got one more review to do, but uh, we got a shot sitting here, so let's before it gets warm. Oops, Todd, see if you can yes, toast us with with a little more coffee or kombucha or I got some kombucha, kombucha, whatever it is you're drinking. Cheers, salute. Cheers. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, uh, I think I am last to go, and I had 
Zach Stone is going to be famous. <laughs> Zach Stone is going to be famous from Corey. Uh, so this is a um, Netflix show starring Bo Burnham. Uh, it's a, gosh, it, it's, it's like a sitcom, but there's no laugh track, which I assume is what Corey loved about it. Made it amazing. Yeah, so I watched the first four episodes. Uh, essentially, Bo Burnham is the fictitious Zach Stone in the sitcom, and he's a kid who's trying to be famous. And that is all I'm going to say about it. If you if you don't know who Bo Burnham is as a stand-up comedian, you should definitely check him out because he's really, really super talented. Um, great musician. Um, got a lot of chops when it comes to music, and he, and he incorporates that into stand-up act quite a bit. And I think he just won a Grammy, uh, some sort of award for that last stand-up show that he did. Really? Yeah, which was really, really well-received, and he really just kind of took his act to the next level. This was a show that was, like, years ago. I'd never seen it. Corey assigned it to me. I'm not going to say anything more about it. I will say that he's, he's playing a kid who's trying to be famous, and the kid is supposed to be annoying. Bo Burnham is such a good actor that I actually was annoyed quite heavily for four whole episodes, and I'm not sure I could watch the rest of it unless I took a break because... He was so good at being an annoying teen who was trying to get famous that I was annoyed enough to where, like, after four, I'm like, I got to stop. That's it. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I, he was, it was, it, it, it was too much Bo Burnham. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I loved it. I, I was, I was cracking up the entire time. There, and, there were tons and, of funny, and, and, don't and, get me wrong, I laughed my ass off. For a lot of it. Well, and, but I, I was able to watch like all the way through. That's a lot of, I mean, you got to be really love Bo Burnham to, and I just don't, I love Bo Burnham, just probably not that much. I, I mean, I, I do too. Like I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a huge, huge fan of his, but it was an, enough to, I, I, I said, I, I binged the entire thing. I may go back to it, but after four, I was like, I need to take a break. All right. So, <laughs> but, the, but. That this is definitely a, like I would if I had to do the on the Todd Dillon grading scale I would say uh, definite definite B definite B plus. B, all right, I'll take it. That, that a B plus is B great. B plus is a good right Todd. And, the, Todd the B plus uh, is a good grade, right? <laughs> and I created monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, I, just the fact that you sang the theme song. Or try to it's sing. fucking catchy. I don't know so, what else to say. Yeah, no, and, and there, there, there is a lot about it that is is very catchy. Zach Stone is gonna be famous, and I'm really doing a horrible job of it. <laughs> but and and, and and like for the background going, you can stop singing. And some of the actresses they have too playing definitely help the, uh, the show. I I literally, other than the guy who played his dad, who was if you've never seen the show, his dad was Biff from Back to the Future. Yes. Mm. It was a really good actor, but he's the only other guy I recognized in the show. Biff Loman? No, Biff Tannen from Back who's, to the Future. Who's Biff Loman? What? Uh, you're talking about Willie Loman from uh, Death of oh, the Salesman? Oh, Death of the Salesman. Yeah, maybe. There you go. Maybe. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got we to gotta keep things moving here. So uh, uh, are we giving Donnie a new assignment, or are you kind of stepping away from this new assignment? Donnie, I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's, if you're going to do the new assignment, at some point we have to 
get you on the phone. On the phone, and you can. Or you gotta come. Review. Or you can come back in person. Yeah, I, I'll way. commit. You're oh, commit. All right. So if we're gonna do that, I don't have an algorithm for six people. So why don't we just do clockwise? I need Todd. All right. Is that I fair? Get, yeah. I need, I need so Todd because that's the only movie I have right now in my head is for Todd. <laughs> the only, all right, so if Todd, we do it, then Todd's oh sitting God. next to you. Yeah, Todd's well, sitting. Todd is, yeah, Todd, Todd is sitting. Are, okay, between we're good. you between you and me. I'm just Greg. hoping he hasn't seen this yet. So Greg's Greg gets Todd. Todd gets me. I get Nick. Nick gets Corey. Corey gets Donnie. Donnie gets Greg. Everybody good? Sure. All right. Anybody want to go first? I'll get it out of the way. Uh, have you seen? Uh, the Joe Montana special that's going on right now on Peacock? I have not. Okay. That's what you have. Uh, you got to give me the name, dude. Um, what is the name of it? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look it exactly, up right now. Because I'll end up watching something that sounds similar to it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing. On, it's it's the only thing on Peacock. Oh, oh that Ted Lasso thing? Yeah. Yeah. I watched that. Is that what I was <laughs> supposed to watch? Get out of here. <laughs> Rob, Robert California? Yeah. I watched it that. Just, it just says Joe Montana, cool under pressure. All right, we're going to uh, – I'm going to write it down, assuming that it's wrong. <laughs> and I will check on it later. Uh, All right. Um, I guess we're going around the room. Todd, you had something for me? You want you want me to skip you for now? I'll go. I'll oh, Nick, Nick's well, got Bob, I, go. I have a cup. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey, just uh, – to make it simple, oh, um, right. do uh, the last resort that I gave to Bob, the movie that Mike catered, the English movie with the Russian girl. There's a few. There's a few last resort. It, it's actually it's it's pretty good. All right, and and I know you would have never seen it. So and no, he didn't. No, he not. didn't give a spoiler, you know, review. So it was uh, just so you're Bob. Where'd you watch it? Uh, it, it's definitely available. You're not gonna have to pay for it. Um. I so can't remember if it was Hulu or Netflix. But there's a, cu- there's a couple different versions of the movie, so it's Last Resort. Um, well, Corey was the one who legitimately was like, no, 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 it's the one, it's this one. Like, he's the one who helped me to make sure I watched the right one. He did or I did? Both of you did. Okay. Well, he it looked was, it up while you were assigning oh, it Oh, okay, me. yeah, it was available in 2000. Uh, or it was, it's it got it was a, made pol- in Polish, a Polish <clears throat> girl's, Russian. Uh, a Polish actress. No, no, she's actually Polish. Polish actress. Polish actress's yeah, name Russian, yeah. is the one who is a star in it. Um, Dina Kurtzen. She sounds familiar. K O R Z U. All right, uh, Todd. What do you, you no got, ski? You got something for me? That's what I, I thought. Do you, have you seen? Have you seen Forty Two? Have I seen what? Forty Two. No, but it's on my uh, Hulu watch list. So that's I'll, a I will take awesome it. movie. I yes. will take it. Awesome. All right. Um, which means thank you, Danny. Donnie, you got one good. for Greg. White boy on Netflix. Who's that for? <laughs> it's, for it's for Greg. Greg. It's for me. Were you checking to make sure that <laughs> uh, he didn't assign it to Nick? Because of the pasty vibe. No, no, no. The pasty vibe. No, 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 no. Can, no, I, just, no, no, no. can okay. I can I just say something real quick? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Diana Alexandrovia Dina Kurson is a Russian theater film actress. Damn it. Born in Slomensk, Russia. Got Putin over there right now. Hey, like, hey Nick. sorry. Hey, stay out of Nick. Ukraine. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, hey, oh. hey, Nick. Yes, sir. Like, likely, all the drinking at the hockey game today led to him being off base on this as well. Well, you know. 
Some pe- some people just say, uh, you know, if if you speak with a matter of fact tone, people tend to believe uh, if you believe that you're right. So there are other people like me that will fact check you. And so, just Corey, what do you got for Donnie? <laughs> <laughs> just fact, man. Uh, Donnie, you have Burt Kreischer, the Machine, on Netflix. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Donnie, does does <laughs> you, you said you would commit? So does this mean, does this mean we're gonna see you or is you're, this gonna, you're gonna see me? Wow! Yeah. All right, I will not be here next week, but I'll be here the following week. It's okay. We will drink your beer, loser. That's fine. We will I, drink I your beer. We will drink your beer, sir. I, I hey, gave my hey, money. Hey, it's fine. I'm committing. You should. I'll be and up I'll north. Give my review of Montana Steakhouses. You know, you <laughs> should be down. It is, it is cool under pressure. I double checked. That is Joe Montana. Cool under pressure. That was the name. I thought that was Tom Brady. Montana Steakhouse. No. The goat. Well played, sir. <laughs> All right. So uh, I am sitting in the uh, the um, proverbial catbird seat because I drew Nick to get my assignment to. And oh God. <laughs> you don't have to be a catbird. This is this is this is really the seat where you want to be sitting because Nick has not seen a thing, and so it's a it's a super easy. It, some might call it an easy. It's very true. Some might call it very easy, but I prefer to think of it as a challenge. I feel like it's difficult for you because is, you want to give them something super, really good. This is so long. Right. Yeah, it's so long. Now I'm looking at what and, Nick and has what, been assigned recently. But yeah. but, but what if it, hey hey because if you're lifting, you've got to make sure Nick understands what his race is during this pitch. shaft. Black Dynamite Friday. Uh, hold on, I I am I am not the guy to be assigning racially enlightening movies to Nick Bader. I'm going to leave that to my friend Todd Dillon. Who Todd, you got any, that area. any suggestions? Stop. Hold on. I don't need Todd's suggestions. I'm going to let Todd stay in his lane. and I'm going to stay in my lane. That is more pasty vibe, white guy. Let, oh, can for, can for I just Nick let it be known that spaghetti western? I, I'm not. Try, I'm not trying to say that I I prefer white only movies. <laughs> if that's if that's what's out there in the internet, uh, that's not the case. The history you know, of James looked, Taylor. If, if you looked at my list of shit that I could assign to you, it's woke probably up this morning. A lot of white movies. <laughs> no. However, I'm looking no, at what you were recently assigned. I'm echoing your sentiment and saying that it's probably difficult because you're like, well, if I have because I'm a pasty white guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, just continue because I've I've lost. It's so. hard. Wait, wait, wait! I want to point something out though. Yeah. The two pastiest white guys are sitting together. That's because half of your faces are covered in hair. That's true. Nobody can see your <laughs> pastiness. Look at your face. Yeah, not as much as yours. It's glowing on the outside though. Oh, well, I thank mean, you. I remember You're when welcome. I was twelve. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that. All right, so you've been assigned Black Landsman. There have been Men of Honor was a great film. Uh, those were two back-to-back Dylan uh, assignments, and then you had Rooster Cogburn, True Grit, so some westerns. You had Usual Suspects, Wolf of Wall Street, Moneyball, some sports that you didn't probably enjoy as much, but some crime, Man Shot, Liberty Valance. In the Army now. In the right. Army So what... <laughs> I, I, I like that. Was, that's, no, no, I'm staying in my lane. My lane is not Pauly Short. I'm going to that to Corey. Hey, yeah. Yeah, Tom. Bob, also, just, just for the record, yeah. I assigned Nick Stripes. Ooh. I just said Stripes. That was like four months ago. I can't go back that far. But all I can say Even is. Blazing Saddles. All I can say is, I feel like there needs to be a rollicking comedy in here. Queen's Gambit. So, uh, Blazing Saddles. I'm going to say. With some confidence that yeah. that you've never seen this, and I'm assigning you Animal House. Mm. Oh, nice, good one. You you oh, can tell me I'm wrong. Like tell good me I'm wrong, nice. and that you've seen it, but I feel confident that you have it. 
Uh, Bob, I wish I wish those words could come out of my mouth. <laughs> that that <laughs> I honestly think that's gonna be like. Ne- no, he's no, he's gonna. No, hate he's, gonna it. Hate he's gonna hate it. it. He's, he's gonna, gonna hate it. it. Gonna I don't think so. I don't, now, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not assigning certain... it to him because I think he hates it. I want that to be clear. There I think certain... he's gonna like it. But he, but, uh, but what it has Bob, what Bob and other people on the show don't understand, and, and maybe it's gonna be different with this one, is that there are certain nope. 80s. They don't stand the <laughs> yeah, test there, of time. there are like, there nope. are certain eighties kitschy, kitschy comedies that don't. Hold true today. They don't. They don't stand the, the test of time. But this I, one, I like, think, does. Nick, I think I this honestly one does. Think you're gonna like it. But yeah. let them know what I didn't like. What? Biodome. How do you no, not no, like no, Biodome? No, 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 no. What was it with? Uh, <laughs> what's his face? Um, Caddyshack. Bill Murray. Caddyshack. Yeah. It's not, Caddyshack. Uh, I like that though. Okay. That was hokey. I, I, I was like, this is so I, stupid. I think you're gonna like this one. Caddyshack is hokey. Hold on, Todd. Hold on, Todd. Hokey as well. Hey, I will put. Ten more dollars in the little mug. In the mug. Worry <laughs> about really? Yeah. All right. So, Todd, I think you're going to agree with me here when I say like this is different than Caddyshack, and I'm it saying is. I'm assigning oh, this. I think he's, I'm assigning this to to, to to Nick. Hold on, hold on. I'm assigning this to Nick because Todd Dillon, you and I went to the same college. We lived this movie. There is a deeper personal connection for Nick because he knows two. Good friends, who this was but, their college experience. But he never lived it though, and that was doesn't not, matter. And it, it's, it's a it's a living vicariously no, through I, someone. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I, I'm, but, not, I'm but, not. I'm not. I'm not saying you're that, wrong. That's what I'm shooting for. I may be totally wrong. That's what I'm shooting can, for. Can, okay, so yeah. I will probably have the want or need or be inspired to enjoy it if I know the story going into it. If I go in clean and I don't know this, then Sex, I'm going to think rock it's... and roll. Todd, there's nothing else to say other than yes. uh, this is exactly yeah. what happened to okay. us. Okay, all right. So I'll take I it just, under advice. I think he's not going to like it. Uh, that's, uh, that's fair. I, I'm, but again, I'm taking a big swing. I, I feel like it's time. Yeah, but... Looking at the last assignments, there's no... And another there. swing and a miss from Bob yeah. Rankin. <laughs> Nick, it's time to become cultural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I hope I like it. I really do. I hope you, I, I hope you do too. I, just I mean, it was will. really. I thought it was a really good movie. And and to, awesome to, to be fair, yeah. to be fair, to be fair, I, I don't to be fair, to to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. There are movies from the fifties that I would watch over and over and over again. Yeah, but you like. Spaghetti westerns. I you l- I do really like but, that stuff. But that's there. There's first of all, it's something I I just discovered. But second of all, it shows well, that. How did you just discover it? Because he doesn't I, watch movies. I don't watch movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's the we easiest. Assigned, we he's the easiest those. person to assign movies in, for. Like in the same way that we ass- I just assigned him Animal House. I also assigned him. You're gonna be westerns. forty. Greg assigned him True Grit. Greg assigned him Rooster Cogger. You, these are movies that you could play a drinking game of Nick. How many movies he's going to go through before you find something that you haven't seen? <laughs> ten. <laughs> like no, ten. that's on my list. <laughs> that is on the list to give. Yes, hundred percent. No, but what I'm saying is, is that I, you know, at first I would think like, okay, well, maybe I'm. If I grew up, it's a sign of the times. Maybe if I just grew up in that time, like I would really appreciate this movie. But I'm like. Yeah, there's a good chance of that, but that shouldn't be the only reason I appreciate it. Because no. if I fall back on movies that were made in 1952 and I love them now, 
then it's not about the time. You it's, have to watch it for what right. it's worth exactly. at the time. You're an old soul. Thank you. You're an old soul. I've said that before myself. Uh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, only, that's the only way. And that is the podcast for the week. <laughs> Thank you for listening. On behalf of the Schnauzkast, this is Bob and Todd and Nick and Corey. And special guests Greg Gumto and Donnie Gephardt saying, we had a great time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>